perfect, perfect. Alrighty, there goes that. Let's refresh this page. Okay. We got, we got, we got. Alrighty, that's working, that's working, that's working. Got the live stream going. Alright, got that going. What's up the show? As Metro's Mercury Grade approaches, I shall create the illest podcaster known to mankind. What are you going to do? Howard Stern. Stephen A. Smith. Joe Rogan. Dave Chappelle. Why Dave Chappelle? Because he's a funny motherfucker. Jay-Z. Jay-Z? Because he has money. He's a fucking dickhead. Oh, I'm sorry, Master. Oh, I'm very sorry. The heart of India. The strength of a black man. And the pride of a Spaniard. I present to you my teeth. It's you guys over here but you know what happens good evening and welcome back to another edition of the my t sports podcast i am your host the one only talent throw my tailor yo it is another in fuego day in the hottest city in the world it is december 16th they said we had highs of 84 lows of 67 what's up poe she's catching the start of the show Currently, right now, they said it's about 73 degrees. Now, listen, we got a whole lot to get into today. Apparently, Atlanta does it again. When am I going to learn my lesson? Fucking high at 43. We're going to see what's going on in a second there. Um, 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 we got the greatest game of the year, I believe they said. We have Yan. We have... I'm sorry, I'm sorry, 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 sorry. We have... One of the best players in the world deciding if they're going to stay or move. But somebody's definitely getting paid. History has been made in college basketball. We have COVID keeping up, keeping our, keeping our champ out of the preseason and a whole lot more. Oh, you're 53 where you're at. You're saying you're freezing. Oh, pff, listen, it ain't even like that. But I heard they got some snow in New York. But you know what we say, regardless of the time. Take that, take that, take that. And regardless of the weather. You play to win the game. Hello? It's always a good time to talk some sports. Let's stir this motherfucker up. So... Let's start talking. Woo! Back 
at it like a sports fanatic. My T Sports. Whew. Man, what a day, what a day, what a day. How you doing, Poe? How you doing, Poe? I see you. I see you popping up in the room. Yo, what, what's going on all of a sudden? Why is it telling me that I got new messages instead of me just showing me my messages? Yo, Podbean, what's going on with your bridging? Yo, something I want over there. So, man, I understand. Man, I understand. Oh. Yo, your back's trying to go out. Oh, well, you got to. Well, listen. The only way your back should go. I, I'm going to save that one. I, I keep forgetting that this is a family oriented show. <laughs> <laughs> but um I heard that it's cold up where, where you guys where you guys are at. I heard this little snowstorm going on going on in New York. Before we start the show, I wanna say happy birthday to my to one of my best friends, Deborah Segovia Dabuski. It's not her birthday yet, officially. It's actually her birthday tomorrow on December 17th. But because, you know, I know nobody listens to the podcast. Let me stop. I wish her happy birthday here. That way, if by any chance I forget to call you tomorrow and you try to say, hey, I didn't wish you happy birthday, then I could be like, well, I, I, apparently you didn't listen to the podcast because I sure as fuck wished you happy birthday on the motherfucking podcast. You just didn't listen. So as I like to say to everybody with a, ha with a, with a birthday, right? I want to wish you a happy birthday. I hope you party hard, enjoy everything, and regret nothing. Happy birthday from my from your boy T and the Mighty Sports Podcast. I hope you have a a bodacious time. If you know what I mean, I said. Right? But that's not the only congratulations that we have to start the show off with because you know how we like to get down. First of all, first of all, first. Sometimes you get a Sometimes you get two in one session. Listen, just because you popped your rocks off early don't mean you can't go again. And that's what we got. We got two for one in the opening segment. And you know how much we love the ladies here. You know how much we love the ladies here and respect everything you do. Hey, ladies. You already know. Where do you hear my takes? Where do you hear my takes? Where do you hear my takes? I'ma blow your mind. My tea, my tea, my tea, my tea, my tea, my tea. Yeah, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, we want to say congratulations. Congratulations, congratulations to Tara Van Derver. Now, if you don't know who, who Tara Van Derver is, right? She is the head coach of the Stanford's women's college team, the NCAA um, Division One team. And what she has done is she has found a way to amass 1,099 wins in her career. Yeah, so so all day, B, all day, big up. Now, for those that... 
And remember, remember the shows. The show is live everywhere, right? Before we go any further, the show is live everywhere. You can catch it on Podbean Live. You can catch it on my website live, mytsports.net, or you can catch me on Instagram Live. You or you can catch me on YouTube Live. Either or, you can catch the show live. So wherever you want to just hear my sultry voice, or you want to see my sexy face, yo, I got ways for you to listen to the podcast. Or you can listen to the re ear of the podcast by telling your smart speaker to play the latest episode of the MYT Sports Podcast. That's M as in Mike, Y as in Yankee, T as in Tango Sports Podcast. Holyshift.com. Almost forgot to get that out. Okay, so let's continue to, to go on, right? She is the, we're talking about Tara Van Derva here. She is the head coach for the Stanford's women's. Professional, well, I shouldn't say professional. <laughs> NCAA Division One team, and your boy and, and your girl Tara, as she gets to her one thousandth and ninety ninth win, right? She not only I, I just and I, I just want to let you guys I'm here to I'm um, get the significance of this right as we pull her up on the screen. Tara Van Dever getting one thousand and ninety nine. Oh, why are you freezing? Why why would you do that now? But getting 1099 wins means that she passes on the late great Pat Summit for most wins by a women's coach in NCAA. But also the significance of what she is doing, what she has done and what she is doing, right? Is that she also becomes the second Winningest coach ever in college history, whether you consider men's or women. And the only person that she is behind, you guys may know this name. His name he goes by Coach K. His name is Mike Kredges. I I see I I thought I practiced that name so I so I could say his full name. Like it's one of those names I can't say it unless I hear it. So I'm, I'm just going to do what everybody else does respectfully. I'm just going to call this man Coach K because that is that that is ultimately what his name is. Now, that, I, I, don't, I don't think you guys even realize. What's, what's, what's going on, Ronnie? Yo, 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 Ron, 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 big, yo, big, yo. One, you need to pop up on the podcast, right? But one, I heard you was coming down, B. Like, see, 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 see. You must have known I was thinking about you, B. Like, like I, I know, I know we're supposed to be podcasting, but you gotta have, you guys have to also remember too. This is a family orientation show, and every once in a while, I, I may pull a complete left turn to go handle some family shit. Yo, Redrin, right? This, 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 this is, this is, this is your, this is your, this is your Coast Guard in action, people, right? So make, so make sure you get, you give, you give him a big, big, big. Oh, everything is live, B. Everything is live. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I heard you was coming down. I heard you was coming to chill for a little bit. Yo, mate, yo, when you come down, yo, you definitely gotta, uh, definitely gotta get a drink together or some shit like that, right? But yo, definitely gotta pop up the podcast, B. Yo, look forward to seeing you. Can't, can't wait for you to come down. I know, I know, I know, we gonna have a good time. Is, who's who's having the Christmas party anyway? I, I we'll figure that shit the fuck out later. All right, Nat's gonna be in town too. I just found it. actually, you know what? There we go too. We got some more breaking news. Not only do we got Ron Ron coming in town for everybody that's um, that's been on the podcast, we also we also got Nat coming in town as well for the holidays, folks. It is going to be a celebration, bitches. It's going to be a celebration, all right? 
<laughs> so let's get back. Like making sure that we give our proper respect to Tara Van Dever as she as she becomes the winningest coach in NCAA's um in women's history and solidifies her spot as well as the second coach as the second winningest coach in college history. Period. Right. Said so this um only behind the coming Friday morning at six a.m. Oh God damn, that's early. What what are you catching a hop? Like shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, who lands at six in the morning? Like I get up early as fuck, and that's early as fuck. Like at six a.m. in the morning, like I'm still detoxing. If you understand what I'm saying, like I, I wake up about like five seventeen, and by six o'clock, I'm still detoxing. <laughs> oh, he's flying from the West Coast. Oh, never mind. Never mind. Never mind. That means you leaving like at, at, at like at like at like noon, and then you're and then you landed at like six a.m. Florida time. I got you. I got you. I got you. I got you. Change the time and shit. I feel you. Are you in North Cali, Mid Cali, like like, like Mid Cali or, or Southern Cali? Like, so is it warm? It, so is, is somebody? Somebody asking you: Is it cold? Is it warm? Or is it hot? We're gonna wait for Rob to get us with an answer, right? As we continue, as we, <laughs> as we continue to move on, right? Because, as I got my friend Ron, uh, my friend Ron, Ron joining me on the IG, We're coming from Oakland. Like I don't know where Oakland is. I don't know if Oakland is. Okay, so that's mid. That's that's like mid. That, that's like that's like that's like the that's, that feels like the mid. That feels like North Carolina um kind of weather. Okay, okay, that works. I'm like I know what Oakland is, but I don't know what Oakland is in in like perspective of. Like North South and North South and you know and and, and Mid Cali. Like oh, I don't know that shit. It's like basically, basically like you know like and I, I don't I don't fully feel this way. But you know like when you hear California people just think LA. Like like it's like it's like it's like, it's like people that hear Florida they automatically think Miami. It's like no, it's like basically like Disney World and Miami. North okay, sixty okay North by the bay. I mean I, I mean I just I know I know Oakland is in the bay. Like I know that much. Like, 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 I know, I know, I know it's in the Bay. Like, we all know about the Bay. The Bay got ballers. They got true, true ballers in the Bay. Right? But, but we got somebody that isn't quite balling. Our old friend from Atlanta, <sighs> Matt Ryan. And for anybody that listened to the podcast over the years, you know how hard I am on Matt Ryan. Only because I'm hard on Matt Ryan because... While Cam Newton was in that same division with less talent, they were hard on Cam Newton. And yet, here come, here is Matt Ryan once again with his Hall of Fame talent. Not, not the talent that he possesses, the talent that he has surrounded him. But here he goes again with his Hall of Fame talent, just stinking up the joint again. And, and, and not for nothing, this is my fault. This is my fault. Right, it's something that this. It's something that I learned. I, I I had to really learn within this last year that that people only disappoint you when they don't live up to the expectation that you have for them. Like they could have been them their whole time, and you may not have realized it, and you had a different expectation. That's your bad. That's not a them problem. That's a that's your bad. And it was my bad. He is getting older, but listen, I 
Listen, it don't save anybody from being scrutinized. It, everybody has to age. It didn't save the great Peyton Manning from being scrutinized. Somehow age is kind of saving Tom Brady, but it ain't, but it ain't, yo, quickly is going to end up being the point guard for the New York Knicks. If you guys are wondering, yes, I have a game on in the background, and the game that I have on in the background is the New York Knicks versus the Cleveland Cavaliers. I know it's only the third game of the preseason. We're only going to get four of these, but you guys know me. The fact that basketball is on, period, is giving me goosebumps. Are, are those goosebumps? Yeah, those are goosebumps. Those have to be goosebumps. I think those what goosebumps look like. Listen, I don't know what it looks like to bruise, and I'm not quite sure what goosebumps look like. I'm, I'm joking. I'm joking about the goosebumps. I definitely don't want to know what it looks like to bruise. I've, I've never like, like, I just have sore spots. Like, I don't, I don't really bruise. Like, I, I'm that kind of chocolate. <laughs> but Matt Ryan, right? Oh, as I like to call him, Matt. Phew, you stink, Ryan. In ATL fashion. He lets me down again. And 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 the thing about it is that they had <laughs> they had quickly making a three off of assist by Dennis Smith Jr. Okay, I see you, youngster. But but I want to see you celebrate once you guys get back in the lead. Like you had the lead at 25-25. What the fuck happened? But they were also down too. So the Knicks were down by like ten points, like like they were down like like thirteen to like, like thirteen to twenty something or some shit like that. And next thing you know, I look up and they're up twenty five to twenty three, and now they're back down again. As I look up again, and they're down forty nine to forty one. But look like they got guys like quickly in the game now. They gave Obi Toppin some burn when they came back early in that game from that ten point deficit. Is when they had Obi Toppin and Obi Toppins in the game. And I was gonna bring this up a little bit earlier, but I'm a little bit later in the third hour. We'll talk about this a little bit later. What's going on, Kilo? We'll talk about we'll talk about this a little bit later. Wait a minute, why are you running? You're so silly. Get your butt over there. Um, but the, when they did, but Obi Toppins is having his. What I wanted to mention is Obi Toppin is having his debut game in the Garden. So I actually want to see what kind of burn they're gonna give him. This doesn't seem like he's getting enough burn to me. But also, I don't believe that he's getting enough burn, period. Because I just I just want to see him ball. I just want to see him, like, like learn by, by trial and the fire. We're going to talk about that in the third hour of the podcast. So I don't want to get too distracted by that. Right? As, as, as we continue on. Matt Ryan, Matt Ryan, Matt Ryan. Let me tell you how... Matt Ryan did his Matt Ryan Atlanta thing. Like, like, like Matt Ryan gives a whole different meaning to the term dirty bird because that's exactly what, what he is. He's a dirty bird. Like, I feel, I, I feel like he needs an orbit or some shit, right? <laughs> like, like, he, like, like, he, like, he really does stink up the place, like, like, in the worst times. So, his defense gets a, and, and I have, I have this down. Let me get it from here, right? Let me get it from here. So Atlanta gets a key interception, right? Key interception to actually help their team win this game. This game that was closer that is closer than it's supposed to be against the LA Chargers, right? They drive all the way down the field. And then Matt and then Matt Phew, you stink, Ryan. 
because I don't understand the, the Maddie Ice. He he hasn't had ice in his veins in and, and, and about like 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 about eight years. Like right now, there there's a like there, there's there's a there's a heating fan where his heart used to be. There was like if he had ice in his veins, all of that shit is melted. It's it's watered down at this point in time. Like like I, I am I am I'm completely sorry. His name is no Matthew Maddie Ice. It's Matthew. You stink, Ryan. And he throws an interception. He throws an interception. And what happens? What happens? The LA Chargers start sounding like the Saints. Oh, they start just marching down the field. Oh, when the siege. You understand? They just march down the march down the field. And next thing you know, with no time left, we're talking about donuts. The LA Chargers kick a field goal. Was this the longest field goal in his? Was this, was this that fifty-seven yarder? No, I don't think this was the 57 yarder. I think the 57 yarder may have came in the Baltimore game. Who knows? But they kicked the field goal. Donuts left on the clock. Atlanta loses. 17 to 20. Fucking Atlanta. Those goddamn dirty birds. Like, you understand? Like, like that, that was it? Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Like, like you understand, like, like, like if, like if you come from like the hood, like you don't fuck with dirty birds. You know what I mean? Like, 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 like. But this is, but I, I, I was like, you know what? You look cute this week. Like, like I'm, I'm, I'm kind of feeling you. Like, I was, I was, I was already feeling the sauce. I was a little tipsy. Like, I was, I was, I was looking, I was, I was looking, I was looking at kind of, kind of with the squinted eye. You know what I mean? So I was like, you know what? Let me get this dirty bird a chance this one time. And what happened? Got burnt. Dirty birds. But let's stick to a couple of more failures this week. And don't worry, don't worry, KJ. We're not gonna talk about your Pittsburgh Steelers thinking it up for a second straight week. We talked about them on Monday. Right, we're gonna completely leave them out of this. Who we are gonna talk about is the Giants and how they take a painful loss. Oh, I, I don't listen, I don't I don't know where they at, Poe. Listen, him and Mark, you know they be listen, you know they be on that CPT. Like 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 they 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 like they be on they like they be on they be on full facts they they be on full fledged CPT, actually. Mark did Mark did let me know that he was working and he, he was either gonna come on early just to do the picture real quick, and then bounce or he was gonna come on late. Sound like he's most like he's probably gonna come on late, and KJ didn't give me any indication that he wasn't gonna be here on time. Like he's been like he's been home this whole entire time. Like I wanted to congratulate him. You know what I mean? On, on, on getting that negative test. You know what I mean? Like COVID. COVID that is. You know? And I can't I can't even do that properly. But we we we, we gonna see. We we gonna see. We got a lot of shit coming up like, like to talk about today. Like we got a big three hour show. So you know as as they say as they say in Hollywood, Florida, the 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 the, the show must grow on. Or go on. What, what do they, they say something? They say a lot of shit in Hollywood, Florida. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> but the Giants took a painful loss. The Giants took a painful loss because they rolled out an unhealthy Daniel Jones. Which, we already know Daniel Jones has, has turnover issues, right? Which he didn't really portray so much, like, for a few games, you know, before his injury. But they literally, like, left, put out their young, supposed to be franchise quarterback, and, and left him out there vulnerable. Like, listen, 
like, like, trust me, like, this is some Jetsonian shit. Like, trust me, like, I, I, I know Jet shit um, when it happens, and this is some Jetsonian shit. And the reason I know this is some Jetsonian shit, because the Jets did it this year, and it cost them Sam Donald for the year. They rolled out Sam Donald, and for six times, I had to look at that game and say to myself, Damn, Daniel, you turned over the oh, ball wait. again, Daniel. That was supposed to be the short one. He didn't turn over the ball. But that was supposed to be for how many times he got sacked. He got sacked six times. You you understand the Arizona Cardinals? Like I understand they're coming like Arizona Cardinals are coming off a of, coming off of a disappointing loss. But the but the New York Giants are said are said to Denver. What about the Denver game? We'll get we'll get to Denver later. Actually, listen, listen. Throw me your questions about the Denver game because you know what? I wasn't even gonna talk about the Denver game. I was I had I had no I had no 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 problem I had no inclination to talk about the Denver game Denver Carolina like I had I had no reason uh, to talk about them but you can always call up and we can yap about them you know it's you know easy peasy you know what I mean titty squeezy oh Sam Donald to Denver <laughs> we were, well we all know that. Oh, that's the game he got injured. Oh, ah, ah, ah. Like, I, I don't even remember when Sam Donald got injured. I know he was injured before then, and then they rolled him back out there after he wasn't quite a hundred percent, and then he and then he injured. He got slammed on his shoulder. He got slammed. On, he got slammed on his shoulder really um, bad, right? And then he shouldn't have played the next game, and then they played him, and then he, and then he got injured again, and then next thing you know, like he's been in and out of the lineup ever since, and now. We can officially say Sam Donald's injury prone. Like, like, like this is a this is enough injuries going on now, especially in one season, right? Like, I can't put mono against them, but this is enough injuries now going on to say that yo Sam Donald's injury prone. But you know what, Daniel Jones isn't too far from me saying that that he's injury prone as well. But also, you can't. Do that if you're the New York Giants. If this is your franchise quarterback, they literally left him out there for um, left him out there to dry. He, um, he couldn't move. He had no kind of mobility. He was still trying to trying to come back from a hamstring injury. And trust me, listen, I I don't even think you guys understand, right? This, this like so a couple years ago, the um the basketball player Chris Paul, I think when he was playing with Houston, maybe. I want to say maybe the team right before Houston. So maybe when he was playing in Oklahoma, no, not Oklahoma City. Uh, maybe when he was playing in LA, in LA still, he hurt his hamstring, right? And around the time that he hurt his hamstring, I had hurt my hamstring a little before that. And I understand that 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 he's that he's a cajillion, he's a, he's a millionaire, right? And he has all kinds of therapy things to go through and this that and the third, right? That he can help get his body right. But all I know is that Chris Paul returned from his hamstring injury, and he had taken some time off. He, had, he like, I think he had like a high, he even like, I think he still had like the off season. It, he, it wasn't, it wasn't a long turnaround, and I want to say it, it, it was a continuation from two teams. That's just I don't know if it started with the Rockets. I think it started with the Clippers, and then it went and then it happened again with the Rockets. Or maybe it happened in the, in the end of the Rockets' first year. And then it proceeded to the second year. 
But I remember Chris Paul hurting his hurting his hamstring. And when he came back, I said to myself, Oh, he's not oh he's not healthy. He's not healthy at all. Like, because I messed up my hamstring months before he did. Months. I'm like, I'm about months before he did. Right? And I was like, there's no way that he's back healthy and playing basketball. And no doubt within I don't even like I'm I'm being very lenient with it because I can't remember the time frame. Right? But within sixty days, right? Which I don't even think I don't even think it was that I wanna say probably within thirty days, within a month. He was right back on the on the injury list for that same damn hamstring. And when he came back the first time, he had months off. Months. Months. I want to say he had a whole off-season off. I want to say he still had an off-season off. Like, I really want to say that he had an off-season off, and, he, and it was when he transitioned from teams. Like, or, or from, like, one, one off-season, like, one, at the end of one season to the beginning of the next. I want to say that's what happened. But I'm not, I'm not 100% confident. Like that's how long the time frame felt that that he had off before he came back from the hamstring injury, and I was still saying that yo he didn't have enough time. I say all of that to say that they gave Daniel Jones basically two weeks to recover from a hamstring injury, and when he still didn't look one hundred percent mobile, they threw him out there and was like, figure it out. Your arm is better than Colt McCoy's. So. What happens? Six times in the game. Damn, Daniel. Damn, Daniel. Damn, Daniel. Damn, Daniel. To the point I was like, like, damn, coach. What the, like, why don't you get him up the motherfucking game? Eight sacks the Arizona Cardinals had. Six on Daniel Jones, two on Colt McCoy. And with this loss and Washington also winning their game, 23-15, to 15, they're no longer, yeah, big mistake. They're no longer that favorite to win their division. So basically this decision may have cost them their division, which may have got, now granted, when a team, when a team starts off 1-7, you don't really think they have a chance to go to the playoffs, but the Giants had a chance to go to the playoffs. Like, every single team in the NFC least has a chance to go to the playoffs. They had a real chance. And they and maybe they were thinking about that opportunity way too much. Did I say Redskins? You know what I mean, the Washington no-name team. The Washington whatchamacallits. They may have completely ruined their opportunity to sneak, and, and, and let's, call, let's call it what it is, sneak into the playoffs. Sneak into the playoffs and host the first round game and see what that feels like. Even if you get your ass whooped. Because it one, it's one of those things that wherever you're going to play Washington or wherever you're going to play the New York Giants, as, as, as Ron Ron is talking about, right? Oh, okay. They... They both have good defenses that the prognosticators, right, the talking heads said that, hey, that these are these are two teams that you probably don't want to play. And listen, with the giant with the Giants just beating Seattle, like, why wouldn't you run 
like still run with that momentum of, 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 of McCoy after coming off an impressive Seattle win. Like, why wouldn't you? If momentum is, is, su is such a key factor in sports and, and in football, why not ride that wave? But nah, you know, you don't want to longboard it anymore. You want to go ahead and try to boogie board out there with somebody that got vertigo. Yeah, niggas is wilder. So as they continue, so they're gonna probably gonna fall directly out of playoff contention. So I want you guys to remember, right? Because I have a little shout out for you guys, right? Let me let me let me let me get let me get this out of the way as well. Mark three fifty, right? You've heard you've heard his father on our, on our show. That's Mark. <laughs> right? You've heard the father of the artist Mark 350. But Mark 350, he's gonna have his album release this Friday, folks. Yes, that's this Friday on December 16th. Do, do, I, do I got something for Friday? Um we'll about to find out in just a minute. No oh wait, 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 we do. Friday. 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 Let me that again. Friday. There we go. So this Friday, December 18th. Mark 350 is dropping his his first album, Problems of a Child. I believe he said it's gonna be 15 tracks on this album. You guys make sure that you go check any like basically all of the regular places that that you go check for music. Um, whether it's whether it's Spotify or or SoundCloud or any one of those places. But also, 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 there's an interview that we'll get, we are gonna be having with him right here on the podcast. This may be coming as early as next week. Continue to listen to have the get to get the time and the date for that podcast with Mark 350 on the on, on the tail end. I shouldn't say the tail end, but right shortly after him dropping his first album. I can't wait for that interview. It's going to be exciting. I hope you guys remember to. I hope you guys um join us as well. <clears throat> Now, apparently, this I guess this was supposed to be a revenge game with when Dallas went when they go play Cincinnati, they beat them up really bad, thirty to seven. Like, there's a bunch of games that really don't matter, right? And also, 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 forgot to mention, forgot to mention, my bad. During the first break of the show, we're gonna be playing a song from Mark Three Fifty as well, Just Human, right? Listen, we giving we giving, we giving all the youngsters love. Yo, we we got a lot we got a lot for the show. This this they'll. Tis the season. Tis the season. So I hope you guys remember, right? I hope you guys remember to get in the Christmas spirit and get your hoe on. Tis the season. Tis the season. So the Dallas Cowboys beat up on the Cincinnati Bengals 30 to 7 30 to 7. Um I don't want I don't know if if I want to say that Andy Reid went off, but I guess Andy Reid went off in, in, in a game against his old team. That's I mean that, that's really much nothing really spectacular happened in that game. Indiana also um, beat up on Las Vegas forty four to twenty seven. Now that that game had a little bit more spark to it, as as the as as the Indianapolis Colts literally ran roughshod <laughs> over the Las Vegas Raiders. Um, as as the boy Jonathan Taylor would get twenty touches, put up hundred fifty yards, two touchdowns. That defense would also get two interceptions, but also more importantly about what Jonathan Taylor's performance, he got me, I got, I think it was 20-something 20 20 something double-digit, 20-something fantasy, fantasy points, 
which got which 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 helped me beat Mark, and I am on my way to the championship round, where I am gonna face my boy John Juchek. Oh yeah, let's go, baby. Let's go. Hope you ready for this. Hope you ready for this. Hell on a couch. I'll see you there. I hope you got I hope you got your best receivers ready. I hope you got your best quarterback ready. Hope you got your best kickers warm leg warmed up. None of that is going to matter. I'm coming for you. And I'm representing the crew. I'm gonna ask you, what you gonna do when the mighty Hokagi's fantasy football team runs wild on you, brother? Wait, Ronnie, did you say you was joining this fantasy football league next year? I can't remember. I, I have to start writing this shit down. Oh man. Okay. So let's continue. To, let's let's continue on, right? Also, this Friday, I, mean, we got, I told you we got a lot going on. Also, this Friday. Also, this Friday. Right. I get my OPP on. You know what OPP always for other P is for people's precious bandwidth. The last P, well, that's not so simple. Basically, I'm going on some. I, I'll be doing a guest appearance on somebody else's podcast. You'll catch me on the Dopish Networks podcast. I'm gonna. Be, I believe I'll be on their wrestling podcast. So I'll. So you. So listen out for that. I'll let you guys know a little bit more information. I probably won't. We'll see if I get more information by Friday. By Friday afternoon, I'll let you guys know. But don't forget, just check, check, check out the Dopish Network podcast. Right, and once that episode releases, right, I'll be tagged in it. I'll go ahead and I'll make sure and I'll, and, I'll, and I'll share it on the network. I'll I'll share it on my pages, and I'll make sure everybody gets notified when this when this podcast um, um comes out as well. So yes, we we got two big things happening this Friday. Yes, I already I told you what we got. Mark three fifty releasing his new album, Problems of a Child, and I'm also gonna get in my OPP on. I'm gonna be on other people's podcast. Yeah, it is gonna be the dopest podcast network. I'll be on their wrestling podcast, and I'll be I'll be making a little cameo there. I love me some OPP. Always for other peers for people's precious bandwidth. The last P, well, that's not so simple. Also, this week, right? We had the greatest of all time, allegedly, pull off of twenty six to fourteen win over the Minnesota Vikings. Throwing for under 200 yards. And let's just say that there's a reason why there's not a lot of times that we pick Kirk Cousins in this <laughs> on this podcast. I think every single last one of us picked the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to beat the Minnesota Vikings. We weren't wrong. Actually, something odd actually happened this week. This week, our unanimous picks, we were all right on. Yes, folks, the ones that we all were unanimous on, we were right on those this week. It must really be one of those, one, one, it must be the season to be given because that never happens to us. And just to give you guys an update, the New York Knicks are down at halftime to the Cleveland Cavaliers, 57 to 53, right? Just like JPP managed to get him, managed to get the quarterback down, and, and also other players to be so that he can force two fumbles, right? And I'm gonna tell you one thing, right? JPP now he like, he may he knows what down it is, like he he knows what down it is. Now he may not be able to express it like on on one hand, but he definitely knows what down it is, unlike his quarterback that is. 
uh, don't you guys forget as as well. At the top of the hour at 9:07, we'll be having our 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 21 light salute. Actually, let me remember to set. I I forgot to let Google know to set that reminder for us. So let me do that now. And unfortunately, for anybody else that has a Google device at home, I'm about to set it for you guys as well. Okay, Google, set a reminder for 9:07 p.m. every single day. Know what I mean? What? Who's at 8.48? Who the fuck's at 8.48? Okay, Google. Set a reminder for every day at 9.07 p.m. There we go. There we go. Almost forgot about that. Almost forgot about that. That way we'll get a little reminder at the top of the hour. Don't forget the mighty, the mighty, the mighty's picks of the week is all brought to you by the twenty-one light salute that goes in honor for all of those that have been affected by COVID. As it looks like there's some that there's a vaccination that's, that's coming out. We don't quite know that um, who's getting it, who's not getting it. Some people are rushing, some people are not. I'm gonna tell you that's one thing that I'm gonna keep reminding you guys. The first people to get it is gonna be uh, the first people to get it mandatory. Are gonna be probably gonna be kids. Because they're gonna they're gonna put it in the vaccination requirements for them to go back to school. So so if you're out here thinking like yeah I'm not gonna give my kid it if you wanted to go to school you're probably gonna have to. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. So while the goat allegedly didn't live up to his standards, right? Of putting on a performance that 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 was goat worthy, right? We did have what was considered the greatest. Game of the year. Year, 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 year. That was when the Baltimore Ravens took on the Cleveland Browns. And if I would have sat you down at the beginning of the season and, and, and given you a list of all of the games that was out there, And if I would have told you that the Cleveland Browns and the Baltimore Ravens were put on the greatest game of the year, you would have thought I was lying. If I would have given you a list of all of the games that was possible, not one time, not one person would have picked this Cleveland versus Baltimore game. Or Cleveland versus Baltimore, period. Maybe, maybe one person in a million... Because one person would have said, well, well, this, it kind of is a rivalry game. Like, you know, like, let's, let's go Buckeyes. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, you know what? I'm glad you're here because I have a gambling question. If you see the odds on something and it says 115, does that mean if I bid $100, I'm going to win $115 on top of that so I'll come away with $215? Is that what that means? Let's go back and read that answer. And listen, that was a listen. As soon as I saw that, right, as as Ronnie talks about that safety, that that popped up at the la, at the end of the, that popped up at the end of the game. As soon as I saw that, I don't know if you answered my question or not. I, maybe you think you did. 115 to win a hundred. So I have to bid 115 to. So if it says plus 115, I have to bid $100 to. I have to bid 115 to win a hundred? Mm. Mm. 
because I, I think I'm gonna take this bet if the Knicks are gonna win um, the, the Knicks um, the Knicks um, with, um, with 22 and a half games. I think I'm gonna take I think I'm gonna take the over on that. And I think it's 115 either way. If I think it's either over or under, I guess it's, it's 115 regardless. That's a little clogged. So let's continue. So they said to have the greatest game of the year, allegedly, right? And, and I ain't gonna lie, it was a good game. It was a good game, and not for nothing. I, you know, I'll I'll show you what I'm I'll I'll show you what I'm talking about. You could explain it to me, because I'm I'm trying to figure out what what it what it what, what's gonna happen if I bid a hundred dollars on this game. Like on on the Knicks winning twenty two, winning over twenty two games, like ah okay okay so it's what I thought okay if it says plus one fifteen then I should win one hundred fifteen dollars from betting one hundred okay okay that's 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 still that still that still makes the season interesting enough for me and and a decent and a decent amount of thing that I, I can get a hundred what's that. That's a hundred percent return rate of return on my money. Yeah, I, I think I'll do it. I think I'll do it. I'm about to put that. I, I gotta put that bet in soon. I gotta put that bet in. I think before next week. I think I gotta put it in before the twenty second. So let me actually let me let me let me truly be honest with you, right? Because we have because whether they they won or they lost, both quarterbacks both quarterback balled. Like both both of these quarterbacks balled out. Like like even the even the even the Buckeye bread maker, Baker, um, Baker Mayfield. Recently, I'm calling him a pastry chef. Baker, get it? These are free bars. Like, like, yeah, catch him whenever you're ready. But I'm gonna tell you what, what, what I really saw in this game. I saw Lamar Jackson slipping continuously, continuously, continuously. Slipping all over the field every time he tried to make a quick move. And then I saw him slip somewhere in late, late in the second quarter. Him get mad and slam the ball on the floor, on, 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 the, on the ground, the turf, the, the whatever. Then I remember the next thing seeing somebody from the equipment managing team, you know, running up, running down with a pair of cleats somewhere. Right? I remember seeing, see, seeing all of that. And then I passed out. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Then I passed out for a little bit. And when I woke back up, it was the same exact problem. Baltimore quarter, Baltimore's quarterback snaps the like gets gets the snap. He runs back and he slips. And then I go to myself, wait a minute. They still haven't, I thought he got new cleats. Mama, I told you, I passed out and I woke back up, right? So I just see the quarterback slipping. And then I start looking a little bit closer, right? Put my glasses on, start, start focusing. And I'm like, wait a minute. That's not Lamar Jackson. Wait a what? I'm like, so I'm like, what, what the fuck just happened? What happened to Lamar Jackson? Where did he go? Like, 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 what happened to all of the sunlight? <laughs> so, I then I hear the then I hear the commentator saying, "Well, Lamar Jackson's already out, 
Like, um, if he gets injured, who, who's going to be the quarterback now? And I'm like, okay, somebody needs to answer my question about what happens to Lamar. And then next to you know, I, I, I continue looking. Here comes Lamar Jackson limping out of the back. Not sure if he had a hammy issue or if he was taking a deuce deuce. You know what I mean? He said he wasn't pulling a Paul Pierce. But listen, <laughs> we understand that you didn't go PP. You had to go do do, right? There's a, there's a bit there's a big difference. But we see him running out the back, and I'm and I'm still thinking to myself, yo, what the fuck did I just miss? Because all of a sudden this game is close, right? I see. I see Cleveland, uh, I see Baker Mayfield taking the shot, going downfield, scoring a quick touchdown. Next thing you know, I see Baltimore getting injured. Then they, they coming down the field, them scoring. You know what I mean? Like, it was crazy at the end. And then they went overboard. By them, I meant the talking heads. Right? They went overboard. And that might call it the greatest game of the year. Right? I, who am I to say it, it was or it was not? But suddenly, all of Lamar Jackson's passion issues went away. All the things that they said about him passing, oh, he proved in that game. And I'm looking at it like, did he really, though? Did he really, really prove that he could really, like, did he really prove to you anything different? Because... What I saw, right, was Lamar Jackson really still only have one passing touch. Now, granted, he put up a total of three touchdowns, which also made me nervous because he, because it was a quarterback that that Mark had, and he was also and he was putting up ridiculous numbers. Even though I had Aaron Rodgers that already had given me um buku points, Lamar Jackson was racking up points you know, faster than I can count. Lamar Jackson ended up being one of the top five rushers in the NFL this season. Just to get you guys, I mean NFL, um, NFL rushes in the in the in the and top five rushes in the NFL this week. That was Lamar Jackson. Just to let you know, how, like how many yards he put up. I think he was number four. So Lamar Jackson comes out and he and he makes a couple of passes, but even on the on on the touchdown pass, right? It's not so much. Lamar Jackson's arm that that made that play. It was still Lamar Jackson's legs. It was, he didn't have to make some pinpoint accurate laser pass or some or, or some deep ball pass that was right on the money. No, what he did is that he 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 he, he gave the defense an okie doke. He he played the rope a dope on them. Right. He did what he, he let me let me tell you what Lamar Jackson actually did. Right. He did. What you hear about quarterbacks that are elusive do. They don't really run, but they run sometimes. Like Patrick Mahomes, um, um, Russell Wilson, um, 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 Aaron Rodgers, right? They did what those got, Brett Favre, what those guys normally do, right? He scrambled just enough and drew in the defenders enough by... By 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 sweeping out and running running up to the line of scrimmage, that he drew the defenders enough to be able to catch a wide open Hollywood Brown. I think it was Hollywood Brown. I'm gonna continue saying that with that same passion, All right? A wide open Hollywood Brown. 
And, and for everybody that keeps wondering, like Hollywood, yeah, he doesn't look real Hollywood to you. Now, like like Hollywood, Hollywood Brown made it to change his name is because you keep thinking about the wrong Hollywood. You're thinking about Hollywood, California, and not Hollywood, Florida. If you're thinking about him in the, in the aspects of Hollywood, Florida, and put him in the place of, and put him in the same category as face eaters, and, you know what I mean, and gator chasers, then Hollywood Brown fits him for how he's been playing. So all of that praise, all of that extra praise that Lamar Jackson got, I wasn't feeling. And, and it's not to throw dirt on him, not to throw shit on him. It's just that it's just that it's just that they went overboard by by all of a sudden, like these these four passes at the end of the game, like all of a sudden undid all of the bad that that they've been talking about in this passing game. Like no, he made he made some smart plays, and he did what smart players are supposed to are supposed to do in that scenario. You draw in the defense. You see if you got players down the field, which Hollywood Brown is supposed to be that guy on any given night, right? Using the same kind of concept. It's like a pick and roll kind of kind of move, right? Because if the if the if, if those defenders don't bite and they stick with the defenders, then you take it yourself as as, as the running back. If I mean as the quarterback oh, playing, you know, um, quarterback running. If they if they do bite, then you throw it over the top and you get it to your man. It's like a pick and roll. Point guard keeps it or he throws it over the top to a center. So so he picked and rolled the defense and and, and when they when they bit, he got the ball to um, to the open man. The open man finally caught a play because he's been having catching issues his whole entire game. And then next thing you know, they, they get a touchdown. And Baker Mayfield still thought he had a chance. This is one of those games that the Cleveland Browns have been taking have been getting a lot of have been taking a lot of shit all year, right? Like Baker Mayfield even said it himself. Like, 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 not it's not too many times that six and one feels like one and six. Well, this is also one of those times where a loss is gonna feel like a win. And even though they've been winning for the for the last couple of games, this may be a little bit. This feels like it's even a little bit more impressive than all of the wins that they've been that they've been they, they've been accumulated. Even that win over Tennessee, because. This particular win, this particular loss, I should say, showed that Baker Mayfield that not only does he have the guts or the huevos and the guts to like like to stay in there, right? But but he has the moxie to shoot it out and and, and the ability to shoot to shoot it out with any with any of them. At least with a high scoring um, Baltimore team, Lamar and, and Lamar Jackson, forty seven to forty two was that score? Forty seven to forty two, B. Like it don't it, it don't get too many high much high scoring than that and Baker Mayfield and his Cleveland Browns was right in it. I don't know if I would have felt this way about actually this way about Cleveland in in a win. I probably would have because like I said the end of this game was just pure bravado and moxie. The continuous shootout that they had or the or or, or to one or when they saw Baltimore score to come right back and say well fuck this. Like, like let's go let's go and do this and to come right back down and score another touchdown. That shows that you know what? I'm not gonna say Baker Mayfield is feeling himself, but he may be trusting himself or starting to have that confidence in himself for real, for real. And listen, like everybody likes him as a leader. If that if, if they're winning and he has that swag, it's gonna leak over to the rest of the team and they they they're not losers this year. That's one thing you can't say about the Cleveland Browns. Like, they're not losers. Like, they may have only won two games. Like, I think one game in two seasons. But this year, that's not them. That's not them at all. 
But you know what we're gonna do? I told you that we that that we're gonna that we're gonna be making a couple of breaks. When we take a break, we, you're gonna be hearing a little bit of good music. So I'm gonna take this break as we're coming right around, right about to close to, to um to that to the end of that first hour. I'm gonna you, so we're gonna play a song by the nephew Mark 350. Um, this is his song, Just Human. Don't forget that his first album. Problems of a Child drops this Friday on December 18th. I hope you guys enjoy. I'm going to repack this bowl. I'm going insane, feeling like I'm going super sane Got this pain in my brain, I'm just human But I got a master plan for this what I call life Gotta sacrifice for the things I got in mind Got one shot and I gotta get it right But I'm just human, only human I'm a human man, got no game plan Just living to a day, day by day Fun they hit the hate Just the funnest thing in my mind That I wanna do with my life Gotta get my spirit right Cause for the gap and tripping They could go and buy a lot of skipping But I'm just human, only human And I be red, shot of my crew We're getting too Gotta stick together to survive the bumpy road of life Public sir, those are the worst Gotta remember to remember Especially when you get lonely in November Gotta hang around to see another December Gotta get through the talk But like December tomorrow With the promise wonder if I die tonight Every time I close my eyes there's death in sight Gotta go behind me can't think I was this honest shot too Now I'm rapping like that dude in Gotham But I'm just human Only human when the skin color right shade, run away from the cop, fly through the arch, pressure, pressure stops to the opposition, try to stop shit at me, but the missing ain't by my shadow, and if I for a while, just got me more powerful, and I'm now cold, didn't mean to be rude, feeling like I'm rude at the end of the day, I'm just a dude, nah, I'm just human, only human. Am I special cause I'm humane? Just trying to chill and deprivate Not wild, not tame Just be me every day Why can't you see dude? Just let me breathe Got no space at the bottom of the sea Something always keeping me busy Just wanna go home So I have something I can go Used to be this like this Now I feel anorexic thinking I'm schizophrenic Baby, that's a pain I feel in my brain For a while everything's been going wild Like a flying the red bull cause it gets your wings and I need those things now I can keep up hopefully I don't fly too high too close to the sun and I'm gone just like Icarus so please just make a push for me I'm just human only human I'm just human only human and I'm either bleed blood red or the worst is dripping sweat hope one day I'll be the best maybe I'll say I'm blessed with all this weight on my chest feeling like I'm white just need some time to rest Above the rest, life putting me to the test, feeling like I'm left every day. Here is disrespect in my own home, feeling like a guest. I just take a test, trying not to be the fresh. I'm just human. Come here, come here. Again, that was Mark 350 with Just Human. Album drops this Friday. Give my hug. Crazy kill. And you can't shake it, it's like soda. If you shake it, it fizzes. Yeah. Yeah, you know, now you know. Now you know. She was over here with my beard like, here, here, here. 
<laughs> Not even realizing. And yes, folks, we are back to the Mighty Sports Podcast. I'm still your host, the one I know, Donald Omar Taylor. If you're listening to the podcast, and I do appreciate you, whichever outlet you were decided to listen to the, po- the podcast at, it is 9.07 on, on the dot. Just turned 9.08. So as we said, we are going to be flicking our lights um, um, seven times as, as we like as as, as Mark three fifty, uh, not Mark three fifty, but as my was my Wednesday co-host Mark has been doing, um, since COVID has started, which is called the twenty one light salute to all of those that have been affected during COVID. So, one, two. That's four. That's five. That's six, and there goes seven. Right. Flick them seven times. It's still some. It's a twenty-one light suit. There's a there's a third light somewhere. Don't you guys worry about semantics, right? Don't worry about don't worry, don't worry about the details. So again, we're we're about to get ready for our second segment. This is when we do our mighty picks of the week. This pick on uh, this segment is brought to you by the twenty-one light salute. Yeah, we just want to make sure that we consistently like keep everybody that has been um affected by COVID um in in our hearts and our prayers um in in our thoughts. Like regardless of what you may think about it, um, just know there's enough real aspects that even people on this podcast have been affected by it, whether they've they've had it personally or they've lost family members um due to it. We know about about Carl Anthony Towns as well that has not that has lost seven family members due to um um due to COVID, including his in, including his his mother. So uh, let's not be insensitive to the, to those that have been affected by this, and 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 and, sh- and show them and also this virus its proper respect for the lives it has taken and affected. But with all that said, it is officially time for our mighty picks of the week. Oh yeah, I don't know what a fellow's a rap, but you know what? I'm gonna have to. Oh yeah. It's that time, folks, for the mighty picks of the week. Last week, it was a close one. Last week, it was a close one. You sure you don't wanna come do your picks? Last week it was a close one, right? We had to have wait to the Monday night game to determine who was going to win. The Munchkin went into Monday night's game with five with only oh sent the request to be on video. Okay, let's see if we can get him on video here. What's going on, B? How you doing? Yo, why you looking like it's cold and shit? <laughs> oh, wait. You know what? I'm thinking this was... Oh, see, I'm tripping. I thought that was my boy Gold Hoops. This is God's gift. This is my this is my cousin. What's going on, cuz? I was thinking like, yo, this don't look like him. Like I was like, yo, because he got a big bubble head, right? Like, like he got a little bubble head, and you're like, and you got a long head. I'm over here looking like, yo, this ain't. <laughs> well, hold on, but but 
So we continue this. Like, so also before we, before we start, I don't know if you heard the podcast on 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 today. Today's Wednesday, so on podcast on Monday. But you probably missed it. But I'm glad you're here to catch this now. I want to wish my big cousin a happy 41st birthday. So I want uh, so, so, so to you, cousin, happy birthday. I hope you party hard, enjoy everything, regret nothing. <laughs> So as I was saying, right, and I'm and I'm and I'm in hurry to get this out so I can put somebody in, uh, so somebody can get their piece. It was really close coming into um, um coming into this week. You had Munchkin sitting here with five losses. I was sitting here with five losses. KJ was sitting here for five losses, and the Munchkin was on could have won herself another week, but she had Cleveland, and the both of us had Baltimore. It came down to actually Baltimore winning that game over Cleveland. We um so the, my co-host KJ and I both tied with five with, with um with only five losses. The Munchkin had six, and she came really close. Yo, I don't know what she, I don't know what she's been on, but she she has been killing the picks this this year, like every single other week ever since like halfway through the season. Like it seems like she is usually just about right there. So, Cuzzo, you caught me at a real good time, right? Because it's the second hour of the podcast, right? The Mighty Sports Podcast. Thank you for joining. Make sure you share and tell all your friends. And that's something I probably don't tell you guys to do enough. Right? I always, I always say thank you guys for listening. But th- you know, don't forget to share and and and, and, and like bring your friends. Like it's always a good time here, right? We smoke and we drink during the whole entire podcast. Like to be honest with you, with my three, with my with my other two co-hosts here, I feel like it's the three drunk uncles podcast. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? But um. Yeah, the second hour, you call it right on top because we're about to do our picks of the week. So you know what? If you're going to be here for a while, you have the honor of being my celebrity guest of the week. How you feel about that? Okay, I feel good. I feel awesome. All right. Let's see if I can... I'm about to do a couple of maneuvers here because audio don't come audio don't come through too well when, I'm, when you're speaking to the phone. This is why... I, but still, this is why I told you to download the Podbean app because this doesn't push audio into my into the podcast. This is almost like trying to hear somebody on the telephone talking to talking to a mic. So I told so if you so if you download the Podbean if you download the Podbean app, it actually has a way for you to call directly into the podcast, and your audio is is, is picked up as if you're actually a part of the production. Exactly, that's actually the way to do it. That's what I told you about that. But I got something for you. You guys, you guys, give me two seconds, right? And I'm gonna maneuver. I'm gonna. Oh, okay. Never mind. Never mind. Power on. <laughs> Yo, see, I was, I was, I was getting ready to fix. I was getting ready to fix that problem. And this is why I tell you guys. Like I, I try to instruct you guys. If you, the best way to, the best way to join the podcast, the best best way to join the podcast is directly through Podbean. Is that di- is directly through the Podbean app because it comes through so clear. Oh my friend! Like like listen, it don't matter where you. It don't matter if you're on the subway. It don't matter if you're on the cab. It don't matter if you're in the back of the Uber. It don't matter if you're on the plane. It don't matter if you get in, if if you're trying to get in get, get in your mile get in your mile your mile high. Miles going, you know what I mean? No matter, be listen, like it's gonna be, it's gonna, it's gonna come through better. Trust, trust your boy, trust your boy. Mm. You know what's even better? It looks like I did have a beer in the freezer, which makes this, which makes this beer a whole lot more 
beneficial. Oh yeah, this is gonna be nice. Alrighty. So I know I, I know I got the I know I got the big cuz getting ready to um getting ready to call in here um very very soon. Right? But we'll come back and we'll get his picks. We'll come back and, and we'll and we'll double back on and, and get his picks because we can't stall much longer. I know you guys I know you guys are waiting. You know, I know you guys are ready for these picks to start going. So, let me let's get the music back going, right? <laughs> right. I got this from I got I got I got this sound from YouTube, or whatever. Drunken Counters, verified Picasso, right? That's that's what that one is aiming. Like I don't know how much like credit I need to give. Them. They said that shit was free, and I and I don't really need to give anybody any credit on that shit. Like I'm hoping that's the case, right? Let's not go here. That that's for the last hour of the podcast, and it's 100 for the last hour of the podcast. Second hour of the podcast. We're going here. We're going here because we about to have a good time. We about to have a real good time, and we about to start off with the picks of the week. So right now we are on. We're in week 15. Listen, my niece is being lazy right now. What I'll end up doing, right? What's gonna end up happening is that I'm gonna end up getting her picks tomorrow, as we're gonna do a special podcast just to get her picks, so that we can do. I will have a bonus episode for you guys and get that knocked out of the way since we weren't able to get that today. Right, but so as we get ready to do our picks, first game of the week, right? We have the Los Angeles Clippers. Sorry, Clippers. Los Angeles Chargers taking on the Las Vegas, not the Rams, but the Raiders. One is four nine. One is seventy six. All right, a lot of these have already answered. Some of these I didn't answer already before, right? And it's funny because this is the this is the Thursday night game, and it's something that I did not realize, and that was the fact that we're still going to have we're in week fifteen that we're going to start having games on Saturday now, which is really odd because based off how the NBA has been, the NFL has been functioning. We should feel like they we're kind of used to getting ga- getting games on any day, on any possible day. But you know what? We haven't gotten a lot of games on Saturday when it comes to the NFL. But end of the season, here we go. We do have games again for and. Well, it's not quite yet, but that is going to be coming up next. Because first of all, Thursday night game. LA Clippers versus the Las Vegas Raiders, right? That was one that actually had me a little bit torn because why I really don't trust the... I don't trust the Clippers, the Chargers, right? Las Vegas Raiders, sometimes they get a little bit iffy. iffy. They, get, they, they get a little bit iffy to me. But there's one thing I, I, can, probably, I can probably depend on is the consistency, a little bit more consistency of a... Ooh, as we just saw a pull-up three by Dennis Smith Jr., as Dennis Smith Jr., we're gonna talk about him in in, in the in the last hour of the podcast, so we gotta get a chance to talk basketball, right? And I'm glad, and I really, and I and I hope that I do have my cousin here to talk basketball because, you know, I never get them, I never get the opportunity for them to for, for them to come join the podcast, right? And we talk sports all the time, like almost every every time we every time we have a conversation, it don't like it don't matter if we're talking about like the hard times that we're going through. At some point in time, that conversation gonna go to sports. Be <laughs> that's just how we grew up, and we grew up in the same household watching sports, right? So like, it, it's been a, it's been a journey. It's been a journey. 
I'm gonna take my faith in, in John Gruden and 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 the way that he prepares his team, I, the way that I believe that he's gonna get this offense rolling, this defense rolling. They'll take advantage of the of the LA Chargers, and they'll come away with a, with a nice little victory. That's 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 one more. That, that's root, root, root for the home team on this one. We're going with the Las Vegas Raiders. After that, we have the Buffalo Bills taking on Denver. Denver Broncos. Now, this is going to be the first game that we're going to see on a Saturday, folks. Yes, this game is going to take place 4.30 on Saturday. Now, I don't have any faith in the Denver Nuggets, right? Denver Broncos. Sorry, I got basketball on my head right now. Please bear with me. I don't have any faith in the Denver, in the Denver Broncos. And because I don't have faith in the Denver Broncos, I want to have a pick. Like, you understand, the Denver Broncos have been going... Uh, the, the, the Denver Broncos got Peyton Manning, and they have... And they also have John Elway. But the Denver Broncos have been going through a quarterback problem since about as long as the New York Jets. Let's not get it twisted, right? They've been going through some quarterback issues for some time now. So... I don't have. I don't believe that they have the quarterback quite yet. Listen, from the way that they that they talk about Denver Broncos, right, is that for some of these young quarterbacks that it look like teams are going to be moving on from, that the Denver Broncos may be in line to go pick up one of these guys. So don't count them out because I don't think that they have the guy that you that they think that they have yet. But also, I believe that Buffalo should should come away with a nice little victory here. Right, I don't think Buffalo dropped their no, no, they didn't, no, they didn't at all. Right, they actually, they actually came away with a nice little victory. Right, so this isn't a game where Buffalo starts to where Buffalo loses. Right, and I don't believe that Buffalo is going to is gonna feel himself. Right, I don't think that they're gonna that they're gonna be coming off of a Dennis Smith Jr. with another three pointer from the same spot. Beginning of the fourth quarter, he misses that one rebound. And, and can I tell you something about about, about this game, right? I, I just want to mention this now in case I forget a little bit later. Uh, Andre Drummond is killing us. And, and when I say they're killing us, he's killing us as a New York as a New York Knicks. And it happened early on as he drew two quick fouls on 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 Mitchell Robinson. And what he yelled after that is probably is, is, is probably a good summary of the game. And that is too small, too small. And that, and that and that's all that was, and I, and we've seen and we've seen Drummond now dominating this game so far, not only with his scoring and and not his scoring inside, but we're also seeing and, and his rebounding and blocks, but we're also starting to see it now with his passing as well. Yeah, he's made some pretty passes so far this game, right? So let's so let's now continue, right? With, with our picks of the week, All right? We have the Buffalo Bills taking on the Denver Broncos. I got the Buffalo Bills take um coming away with this game. I, there's no reason that, that I see them I'm losing against Denver unless unless this is, happens to be one of those as they as they like to say in, in the business a trap game where they take Denver for granted and then Denver comes out and sneaks and sneaks up on them because maybe maybe the maybe the Buffalo Bills are just feeling themselves a little bit too much from beating up from beating up on the Pittsburgh Steelers this last week. You know what I mean? That 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 could be the only way I see mm, Buffalo losing. Battery low. I get you. That could be the only way that I that I truly see Buffalo losing this game. And 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 if it isn't and if it isn't for that particular reason, right? Then 
I see Buffalo dominating this game. I see Stephon Diggs have having himself a nice a, a nice little monster game. Yeah, they said um this is probably gonna be one of those games where, where we see where we see Buffalo um where we see Buffalo get it together on, on all aspects of the game on offense, on defense, on special teams, on offense. You see a, a receiver go off. You, you you see the quarterback um um, um rush for a decent number of, of, of yards. You see for him pass for a decent number of yards. I'm talking about um 250 and 50 at least very easily. Couple touchdowns. And it goes Mitchell Robinson again. Oh, jump ball. I thought Mitchell Robinson was about to have a foul, but look, it's gonna be jump ball between him. Is that Thon is that Thon Maker? Or is that the other one? No, no, yeah, that, that, that's Thon Maker. That's Thon Maker. Next up, we have Carolina. We have the Carolina Panthers, right? The Carolina Black Wakanda Forever Panthers. Going into Green Bay and taking on that bad man, Aaron Rodgers. And I'm gonna tell you this right now: there's no reason to feel that to feel that Green Bay is gonna lose this game. Green Bay is another one of those teams, right? Is that you don't feel like sometimes they're as good as what their records say they are, or when you see that they're ten and three, you're like, ah, okay, I get it, right? You're not surprised, you're not disappointed, you're just like, okay, ten and three. And it's surprising to me, right? And this is just, the, and this is just, this is just the NFL, and, and I guess time. And what's going on now? How you doing, boo? Poe was in here earlier asking for you. It's funny, like it's, it's it's just how time goes, right? Because it's not that Aaron Rodgers isn't balling. It's just that there's all of these other, I guess, juicier younger storylines to go with. That's really what it is. He's being phased out by time while he's balling, right? And, and, and because it doesn't look like Peyton Manning, right? Peyton Manning, the golden boy. It doesn't look like Peyton Manning's 55 touchdown season, which is probably why Peyton Manning got as much attention as he did then. Uh. Excuse me, not a mercy. He's just balling, just doing very efficient work. His team is ten and three. They're in position to 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 try to win the NFC if they can. Um, Green Bay is in almost every single game. They really, they really, they, they rarely get blown out. Their quarterback puts up monster numbers every single week in and week out. He single-handedly keeps them in the game. He makes receivers out of guys that were nobodies. Sounds like like Russell Wilson, doesn't he? Listen, we say a lot of the same thing about both of them. Ooh! Oh, don't worry, Natalie. I already broke the news to the podcast and let them know about your travel plans. I'm sorry. But that's also because we had Ronnie, we had Ronnie on here as well. And Ronnie's gonna be down here. He's gonna be coming down here Friday. So I broke the I, so I so I talked about him coming down here and I broke the news about you coming down here and about how everybody about how both of you and everybody's gonna kind of be down here um, at the same time we're gonna have all, we're gonna have the family together. Listen, we may not all gonna be in the same room at the same time, right? But we're all gonna be in the same general vicinity, and, and that and that listen that warms my heart. That warms my heart. 
So again, we have I have Green Bay over I have Green Bay over Carolina. Um, I have no reason to believe that Teddy Bridgewater is going to win with this Carolina team because I'm not gonna lie to you. Every loss that Carolina takes, I wonder about Teddy Bridgewater. Is he really a guy that can be a starter in this league? And then I have to consistently remind myself, yes, he is because he did it in New Orleans. And I don't care about about New Orleans, about New Orleans weapons or their coach or whatever. That's what a good ran professional football team should look like. So basically, if you tell me if you put him in. In, in a scenario where you're being ran by a good by, by a professional football team, he can win. But he not he's just not gonna win against Green Bay. He's just not gonna win against Green Bay. You 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 can you can forget about you can forget about that. Now, now the game that's probably gonna give me the most angst out of them all is San Francisco versus Dallas. So I'm gonna pass on that one. We're gonna come back that that to, to a little bit later. We're gonna see if I have an answer for that as, as yet because I really don't I really don't have my mind made up there. Now the next now the game that the game that I do worry about just a little bit is Seattle versus Washington, right? While while I am gonna go with Washington here, as the New York Knicks are starting to make their comeback, the game is 79 to 86 with seven minutes to go in the fourth quarter. You see Dennis Smith Jr. hitting another three pointer, and we're gonna talk about Dennis Smith Jr. In a little while, he's getting decent minutes right now, but we're gonna talk about him in a little while because there, there is a 100% um, point guard battle going on in in the Garden, and it's gonna be interesting to see by All Star break or by the end of the season exactly who is going to be the starting point guard for the New York Knicks. We're gonna all we're gonna all sit back and, and watch that because. I will be putting in my bet before the season starts that the Knicks are going to win over 22. Power off. No doubt. Are going to win over 22 games before the, the season starts. Oh, Natalie, let me ask you this. Have you had a chance yet to, take, to, check out, to check us out on YouTube? You know, the podcast is now streaming live on YouTube as well. No, she has not checked yet. No, don't, don't, don't worry. I know that you will pretty soon. I probably, I know you probably wasn't even thinking about it, but yeah, streaming live right now. Actually, it should be, it should be streaming live right now. I, I don't know how it looks when it's streaming live, but it should be streaming live right now as we speak. So next up, we have Seattle versus Washington. Now, Seattle versus Washington only really makes me nervous because of what happened to Seattle when they came and played the Giants. And for all of the things that you can say about the, the the New York Giants at that particular time when they beat the Seattle Seahawks, are the same exact things you can say about the Washington, whatchamacallit, right now. And right now they're a team that's six and seven, they're leading their division, you're gonna you're gonna feel that they should feel that they should want to be motivated to go ahead and continue to 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 to, to, stay, to keep hold of that number one spot. Their defense is gonna be motivated. They saw what happened to Russell Wilson in Seattle a couple weeks ago with the Giants, and 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 if you're if you're that Washington defense, do you not believe that you can't duplicate what the Giants 
what the Giants did to them. Like, like this, this defense has a pride to them, I believe. And that pride should say to them, like, if the Giants did it, we should be able to do it too. So I guess, but even with that said, I don't see Seattle. If Seattle is truly the team that they are, right? A playoff contending team, a championship contending team. They have Russell Wilson. They, they, they have the defense that they have. They have the head coach that they have. They, 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 have the, they have the stable franchise that they have. If they truly are who they say they are, then I, I would expect that they will look at that Giants game and say to themselves, we're not about to go across country again and lay another egg like we did in New York. We're going to be playing a similar team. They're probably going to try to come at us um, at the same way. We can't go in there and lose the way that we did in New York. I can wholeheartedly see them saying that. So I'm going to pick the Seattle Seahawks right here to come away with that victory. Next up, we got Chicago versus Minnesota. Both of these teams are 6-7. and seven. And to be honest with you, I didn't have, I didn't really have faith in either one of these teams. But you know what I do have faith in? I don't have faith in Mitchell Trubisky. I don't have faith in Nick Folks. I don't have faith in Kirk Cousins. But I do have faith in Cooks to go ahead and continue cook on cooking. As Nat has entered back into the chat room. We'll see what she says in a minute. I think she was checking out the I think she was checking out the, the live stream on YouTube for us to see how everything was rolling. Huh, can't hear me. So I have no audio. Nope, it may not it may not just be you. It, it may be something I may not realize is going on. So, if you're still watching, let me know if, if that pops back in. Because then there's something that I'm going to have to fix on my end then. But, we'll get there. We'll get there. Thank you, Nick. <clears throat> We'll, we'll, we'll see it. We will see it in a minute. All right, so we have Chicago versus Minnesota. Now, the one thing I do have faith in, like I said, I don't have faith in a lot of things, but I have faith that, I have faith in Dalvin Cook to keep Cook on cooking. Dalvin Cook is having one of those, ooh, as we as, as we see another three-pointer by the New York Knicks. That, this time by Kevin Knox. He didn't even hesitate to pull that trigger, as we've seen that a lot from him during the preseason, him not hesitating to pull that three-point shot. That actually looks like he's, he's making them. I, I remember, like, listen, remember, confidence, confidence, confidence. Yeah, you'd be surprised at like what what confidence could do for a motherfucker even when they're wrong. Like like confidence will make a will make an ugly mother, uh, ugly motherfucker attractive. Like confidence, confidence, confidence. He like he's if he's feeling confidence in that shot, that shot will go down. We see Obi Top is right here during the replay as he's getting he's getting an easy putback dunk. Uh, look at that uh, off two hands and, and, and again, that wasn't even a putback. That was an alley oop. Obi Wan Kenobi getting it done. New York Knicks, 84-91. Five minutes to go. Next up, we have the we have the New England page, New England pages taking on the, the Miami Dolphins. Now, also something that you're gonna realize this week, right? As we get down to the end of the season, you're gonna start to see a lot of a lot of um, division games, right? So, uh, so that just like we saw Carolina Green Bay, 
Um, 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 who else so far? Right now, we saw Chicago, Minnesota. We see now again popping up with New York and with New England and Miami. Right, we're gonna see it this there. So you basically these last three weeks of the NFL, you can almost call rivalry. Um, um, this rivalry month, right? That that could that that could honestly be said about them. Hmm. Let's see if that works as well. Don't worry, Natalie. Like we'll figure we'll figure this audio thing out. Like I've tried two different things, and we'll see if any of these things help <laughs> with the with the audio issue at all. If not, listen. I, these are things that I'll have to start figuring out. I thought I had this issue done. Let's see. I'm getting good. I'm getting good vibes there. Getting good vibes there. You just saying it's not pushing on the on the YouTube live. All right, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Listen, if you're watching on YouTube and you can't, like, yeah, it's not important now. Listen, you guys already know how to how to listen to the podcast. Next up, we got Jacksonville versus Baltimore. Jacksonville's only only won one game so far this season. Ja um, Baltimore Ravens are still fighting for their playoff life. There's no reason for them to lose to the Jacksonville Jaguars. There's no reason for anybody to lose to the Jacksonville Jaguars. I see them. I see. I have Baltimore winning this game. After that, we have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers taking on the Atlanta Falcons. And as much as I hate Tom Brady, I know one thing that I'm not gonna do again. I am not gonna allow myself to be played by the by the Atlanta Falcons. Nah, be like them like that that team has played me enough. Like 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 picking Atlanta is like literally going back to somebody that you know is abusive. Like or somebody that you know that ain't shit. Like you be like, you know what? Like they got some good woo-woo, but Every time, like, 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 you give, like, you give them some nookie, like, and at like a day later, like, they, like, they're still around. You quickly remember, like, yeah, this is why I don't like fucking with you. Like, 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 yeah, like, yeah this shit is good. Like, like, yeah, you, yeah, you can put up numbers. Yeah, <laughs> like, 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 yeah, you get impressive, but, but, but you don't, you don't really come through with it with, with, when it really, really matters. Like, like, you, you just, you just make spectacular work. Like, you have good woo woo. That's it. That's it. I've been playing Sims 4 lately. I'm sorry, you got good woo woo. Which, it's a thing in Sims. Don't you guys know it's a thing in Sims? Did I tell you now you're in my Sim City? I think I did. I think I did tell you in my Sim City. And also, to answer your other question, Natalie, yes. You gotta figure out what question I'm answering. Oh shit, with 420 left to go in the game, the Knicks have the ball, and it is a three-point game, 91 to 88, folks. And listen, and you guys already know, and you guys already know that we are alumni of the Nate Dog School of Medicine, and the motto of the Nate Dog School of Medicine is to make sure you guys smoke weed every day. That's right. It'll come to you. It'll come to you. Next up, we got the Detroit Lions taking on the Tennessee Titans. That running game of the Tennessee Titans the run versus the running game of the Detroit Lions. Now, good thing about... No. <laughs> no, but you're kind of warm. No, I didn't move you into Pussy Willow Lane. <laughs> can't do that. I got a boyfriend. 
couldn't even do that shit in the video game while you got a boyfriend. Like, you got a boyfriend. I can't do that shit. Like, I'll feel wrong. <laughs> I'm like, no. You, you, are not, you are not allowed in that city. No. You're, 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 you're in Hollow Creek. You are <laughs> Like, there, there, there's, there, there's one purpose for Pussy Willow Lane, and that's it. <laughs> so, for you guys that don't know out there, right? That you've ever played Sims 4, I, I, I'm going to have to share this on the, on the gram with you guys, right? Now that I'm telling you the story. So, if you ever played Sims 4, they have a couple of cities that you can have. One of, the, one of the default cities is called Willow Lane. Well, what I've done to this city, for the most part, is that I have moved out anybody that's a guy damn near except for me and my and, and my and my man butler right so except for me and my butler right there's no there's no other guys in this town i've moved them all out and i've replaced them with nothing but females right and they're all flirty they all like they all like the romance they all they all like to have multiple partners you know what i mean they they, they, they all like to woohoo right <laughs> I've they, I also I've, I've put in porn stars like literally porn stars and like I've remade porn stars and put them um, and, and put it and put them in there. Shout out to to like to like you know I, I, Abigail Danger. I think her name is Abigail Danger. You know what I mean? You know, like and like she 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 she's just one of them. You know, she's just one of them. Um um, shout out shout out to Lauren Phillips. Um um, who else? I'm trying to think of the one with the birthmark right here. Damn, I can't remember her name right now. Uh, um, Lana Paul, like shout out to her. You know, what I mean, like a couple of them I've I, I, I put in there, right? <clears throat> um, even now, shout out. No, I mean, no, sorry. Okay, sorry. Getting distracted. Getting distracted. <laughs> right. So I got a bunch of porn stars in this. So the, the town is naturally called Willow Lane or something like that, right? Well. Nick got the lead with 213 left in the game, 95 um, 93. I hope I hope NBA TV shows this game again tomorrow. Or else I'm gonna be I'm gonna leave this stream on all day until they show the replay. I have to save this somehow. I have to make sure I save this feed. I have audio, subtitle, video setting. Oh, you know what? I can't do this shit right now. Bookmark. There we go. Nope, that's not it either. Alrighty. So, the town match is normally called Willow Lane, but because I've moved in nothing but porn stars and nothing but flirtatious women in there, right? I nicknamed it Pussy Willow Lane. And, you know, they have a little narrative or a little description of every single town. Well, I've also changed the description of the town. That's the one thing, because I couldn't change the name. As I said, like, so the, so the first part of the description start, starts off with, this is a fun town. This is like a very, um, um, you know, quiet town to, from the outside looking in. But for those that live here, right, know, knows Willow Creek. I think it's called Willow's Creek as Pussy, Pussy Willow's Creek. You know what I mean? And then it continues to go on and la, 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 la. So, 
Natalie's my sensei. And she also has a boyfriend. Like, like I, I understand it's a video game, but I can't have her in Pussy's Willow Creek. No, I'm smashing everything in Pussy's Willow Creek. Like, I can't I can't do that. Like, like I'm talking about everything left and right. Like, I positioned myself. I got myself a big-ass house. Like, <laughs> like, like, I'm cool. Like, I, I can't be doing that shit. Like, like, that, like, like, that is, like, my sensei is taken. Like, like, what I look like. You know what I mean? Like, no, no. <clears throat> She would be, I mean, she would be awkward at the dinner tables and shit like that. You know what I mean? Sitting at the dinner table, knowing that, knowing, knowing that my Sims avatar be making woo hoo. Like, no, nah, I mean, like, like, you know, I'm like, mm mm, mm <clears throat> Can't. So no, no, no. I, I couldn't move her. I can't move her into Willow's Creek. I can't. I can't do it at all. It can't happen. I would, I would, I, I, I thought about it, but I was like, no. Because everybody in Willow Creek's come over for for the um, um for this for the for, for the sexy parties, you know. <laughs> Listen, I've, I've I've had a I've had a wife and a girlfriend living in the same house at the same time, right? And then when one wife died, like I I I, I refused to get married, and then I had two girlfriends that were also girlfriends, like like. And then, which is funny, I didn't realize that they both didn't know that I was smashing both of them because I, 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 towards the end, before I had to move one out, they one of them caught me smashing the other one and got jealous. And I'm like, whoa, like, but I got both of your kids in the crib. How are you jealous now? But you know, I guess, you know, here she can still feel a little bit jealous. But 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 it made for really great woo, great makeup woohoo later. You're like, see. <laughs> It made, it made for some really, really great woohoo later. That's right. That's right. And that's reason why I'm not gonna fully, I'm not even gonna fully like comment on it because I would like for somebody just to hear it from this point on. <laughs> oh man. Which, which, which is still weird that since we've been talking about what we were talking about, it, you still haven't figured out what I said, what I've said yes to. But let's. Uh, Alright, so, but let's continue, right? You got Detroit versus Tennessee, right? You have, in this matchup, you have the young stud running back in, damn, 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 um, in, in, in Henry versus the old, <laughs> there you go, <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> so now, Crit your goddamn person and hop on. <laughs> I just got Lewis to download it as well, so he'll be hopping on pretty. He'll be hopping on there pretty soon, like sometime this week. <laughs> um. So this game actually not only does it have two two featured running backs, right? The old versus the new, but it's also something. But it also brought up something that we've been doing that i've been doing something like in silent right kind of behind the scenes almost for, for a good portion of the year and, and, and i've kind of and i've kind of mentioned it to you guys what i've wanted to do and that was that i told you that we was going to start having to keep track of adrian peterson's numbers because if adrian peterson decides to go the frank gore route then he's going to start becoming he's going to start falling in line for what is considered um the most rushing yards of all time so currently right now 
Adrian Peterson. So let's give you a quick Adrian Peterson watch, right? Just 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 a little quick update. Adrian Peterson currently has fourteen thousand seven hundred and twenty-four rushing yards. That currently places him at fifth in the all-time rushing in the Russian in, uh, in Russian. Now, I do believe that he can also be uh, also do this for a couple oh for a cup for a couple of years. Right, as you saw, Mitchell Robinson just took a nasty elbow from Kevin um, from Kevin Love, and we're gonna see who they call that foul on because that was all um, that was all contact made by Kevin Love as he threw the elbow that caught Mitchell Robinson in the nose. Look like he's on the, he's on the side right now with a bloody nose trying to get that taken care of, and it looks like the uh, sorry that wasn't Kevin Love, and it looks like the referees are going to be reviewing it. And you know what's wrong with Mitchell Robinson? I can see it right now. Like, even though he's good at rebounding and good at blocks, he positions his body wrong. And, and that's the reason why he's always being called for all of these fouls. Like, he really positions his body wrong. And, and, and that and that is not really helping with all of these fouls. You even see it when he when, when he when he took um, when he took this elbow. Like he positions his body wrong on a, on a lot of plays. He doesn't realize how to get those blocks and kind of create spaces. Too much body on body contact. The Knicks are currently up 97 to 93, and they have come back from another 15 point deficit now twice in this game. And there's currently 43.8 seconds left to go in the fourth quarter as they're currently taking a taking a they're taking a. They're taking a referee timeout. It's like they're currently reviewing the play. And during, and simultaneously is reviewing the play. Mitch Robinson is getting treatment for his nose. And it seems like they're going to try to stop the bleeding so he can go in there. So he can return back to the game as possible. Because if they end up reviewing, uh, returning this play, he may end up having to take free throws. Depending on how many uh, how many fouls the Cleveland Cavaliers currently has. <clears throat> All right, okay, as we continue to move on, we'll keep you updated to see if the New York, wins, uh, New York Knicks are going to get their first win in the Garden. I understand. I know this is still preseason, but this is still technically kind of sort of their home opener and you just want to build good momentum period and all wins are good wins when it comes to developing young players because you want them to get into the mood in, into the habit of winning basketball regardless of what it is preseason yes regular season yes playoff even more they should have got Russell Westbrook. They messed up. We'll talk about that in the third hour. We have a, we have a whole lot of basketball to talk about in that third hour, just to let you guys know. So as, as so as we continue with Detroit and Tennessee, right? And and like I said, with AJ Peterson going up against going up against going up against Henry. Now I'm gonna pick Tennessee to win this game, only because it's a game that matters to them just a little bit more. They have to stay in contention. They can't afford to fall back. In this, in, in the playoff run, Detroit isn't really one of those teams that, that that scares a lot of people. They're only five and eight, but Detroit has been one of those teams that for the last couple of weeks, based off of a based off of a, of, of, of off of an injury um, to their lead running back, Adrian Peterson has been getting a lot of touches of the football, and he has not. <clears throat> Why Mitchell? Yo, Mitchell Robinson looked like he's never been punched in the face before. I mean, he's a seven foot. He's a seven foot center, right? That plays basketball. So probably nobody has ever punched him in the face, right? He's probably never taken one, probably as a kid or even to now. But the way he's reacted on the on the thing, he like he's like he's never been punched in the face before. Like he's not even that serious. Like he he looks all all gassed and shit. That's also his body language. That's the reason why Tom Thibodeau probably doesn't like him. It's probably just because of his body language. Like like he's just he's just a loop. He's just a very nonchalant, laissez-faire 
aloof of a guy. Like like he's serious about about basketball, but his body language just is just one of those body languages. His body language just says insecure, dude. But I don't know if that's truly him or not. We'll, we'll continue to see. We'll continue to see. His career is gonna be something to, to continue to watch. And it looked like that they did they did overturn that call. That's not a foul on Mitchell Robinson. That's actually an offensive foul on Cleveland. And it seemed like they may be throwing a, on a technical on it as well. So Mitchell Robinson is now getting two free throws. And I told you, depending on how many fouls they had, it was was, was gonna make might make this um may make this foul shot. So the, the New York Knicks just had two free throws. Mitchell Robinson made one out of the two free throws. So that's based off of the foul, and like I said, it looks like they're probably gonna call. Look like sound, looks like they called a technical on with this because it's also a turnover, and the Knicks also has the ball back. Now that could just be all encompassing. Mitchell Robinson now has the ball at the top of the key. Why right, is he looking for a guy to pass the ball to? He gets the ball to R.J. Barrett. R.J. Barrett gets the ball, starts at the top of the key, and works with a pick and roll. He's all driving to the ball. He catches a he catches a cut in Ob Toppins, who flushes it down. Ob Toppins, stopping, popping, and dunking, folks. The New York Knicks go up 193 with 27 seconds left in the game. Cleveland Cavaliers get the ball at the top of the key. A little hesitation move. He gets a step back. He pulls back up. Looks for a man as he pulls up his dribble. Now they have 18 seconds left in a seven-point game. I don't think there's any way they go to win this game, but there's still a whole lot of life left in the Cleveland Cavaliers. They drive to the rim and they go up strong and Mitch Robinson picks up another foul that stops the clock now as they're gonna go to the line with and get two free throw shots with 12 seconds left in the game now let's move back over to a little bit of basketball right I mean football let's move back over to football I'm gonna pick Tennessee to win this game as, as I think I've already mentioned I, I, I like I like what Detroit is doing I like what's going on with AJ Peterson it could be the stand on the soundtrack act and actually that was not a foul on Mitch Robinson they actually called a jump ball with 12 seconds left. New York Knicks win that jump ball with 12 seconds left, and they have the ball, and, and they have quickly now bringing up the ball, and it looks like he gets it at the top of the key, and he's just gonna hold on and dribble that ball out with two seconds left, and the New York Knicks win their preseason home opener, 100 to 93, folks. They came back from a from a double-digit deficit twice in this game, showing a little bit of perseverance under their new coach, Tom Thibodeau. You know, they said that uh, when they get Tom Thibodeau, it's not a team that looks like they're going to quit. They're going to quit on match. It looks like Obi Toppins is damn near as tall as Andre Drummond. Holy shit. They may have both of those. One of those guys are, are, are not sized properly. <laughs> like, I need to get their measurements again. But under, under, under this new coach, it looks like they're, they're probably going to start playing hard. Like, like, like they're not... They're not giving up. Now, like, I understand it's just a preseason game, but with, if they're only being four preseason games and not being really much of an off-season or training camp, you, like these preseason games hold a little bit more weight. These preseason games start to come off, start to come off like just not not quite regular season games, but they they they, they start to mean a lot more because this is where you start to do. Like I said, this is. Preseason mixed with training camp all in one. This this is a lot of developmental trying to be trying to be put into these four games and limited practice. So this is basically you getting your practice in against another team and they gotta want it to count and they want it to play hard. And you're seeing starters get more playing time in preseason action than we've ever probably seen in the past. Just to let you guys know. Even though there's a lot of stars that have sat down, we're getting a lot more than we've ever seen in the past. The New York Knicks, like, listen, they have a good win. They were down by double digit twice. Basically, uh, what I'm trying to say, if you want to put it all encompassing, the Knicks came back from basically a 20-point deficit to win this game by four. 
I hope I get a chance to watch this game again so that I can fully break down this game and see exactly who are the key factors. As it looks like right now, they are interviewing the rookie quickly. And we'll take a look at his numbers. And like I said, I'm going to try my best to catch this game. Um, so let's go back, back to moving on to football games, right? We have Houston versus Indy. Um, Houston's been struggling all year as they has been stripped as they as the Houston in as the as the Houston Texans have been stripped of all of their weapons, right? Um, and if not just due to them being traded, also one due to his own vices as he as he decided to take steroids. I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and go for the Indianapolis Colts here and to pull out Poppy Phillip Rivers as <clears throat> seems like he has a victory so far. Um, this year for each kid that he has he has nine victories this year And he's going for his 10th and that's about as many kids as he has as well I'm not joking. Go look that man up. He gets busy in the paint. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I'm going with Philip. I'm, I'm going with I'm gonna go with Philip Rivers uh, to go ahead and pick out this victory going to get their 10th win as they continue to make a playoff push and, and try to get and try to get one of those spots and, and, and make it into the playoffs as we've seen a, as we've seen an ILU from quickly to Obi topping two rookies hooking up together helping their New York Knicks get a get a nice preseason victory. I can't wait to talk to talk basketball in about 20 minutes from now with you guys. Alrighty, next up we have the Kansas City Chiefs taking on the New Orleans Saints. There's a big part of me that says that if this was Drew Brees, I'd probably be feeling a completely different way about this uh, about this game, right? Not to say that I feel that New Orleans could still win. I would just feel different about this game. Maybe I feel like it'll be a little bit close. But then saying that makes me really sit back and think about Drew Brees and really start to think about what he's been over this last year and who he's been and and how he's really how how he's really come back down to what's kind of like a Peyton Manning role right and we're seeing it with Tom Brady now too and it's not a bad role to be in your later years it's not a bad role to be in your younger years either but where a good portion of your game is really is is based off of timing like your game should always be based off of timing and chemistry between you and your receiver but it was it was very it was very heavy built off of timing and short routes and having your super uber athletic receivers or your athletic receivers or your star receivers do all of the works and get all the yak the yards after catch Now, this game with the New Orleans Saints, it hits a little bit differently, right? Because they don't have Drew Brees. Drew Brees has 22 fractured ribs. Some ridiculous number. I think it's actually like 15 or something. Some, but still some ridiculous number, right? He's recovered from two fractured ribs. The New Orleans Saints still haven't quite figured out who they want to be their quarterback. Like, Tyson Hill, Tyson Hill has help them win games, but it looks like they're still not quite feeling him, or they still haven't quite figured out what he's going to be. So, with them still trying to figure things out, they don't know if, it, if they want Hill or if they want Jameis Winston. 
And even that little bit of confusion is is really just enough. Just enough. For me to pause and say and, and think and wonder. Like, hey. Do you really even have what it takes to beat Kansas City? Because listen, you was gonna struggle enough, you, you was gonna struggle enough with Drew Brees, right, to have this shootout. Now but now you're not showing Taysom Hill. And you're thinking about now putting in Jameis Winston. And the thought that you have to put in Jameis Winston makes you even think that for New Orleans, did you even have your backup quarterback to take over for Drew Brees like you thought you did? Because if you don't trust him in this situation, then when are you going to trust him? Thank you, Nat. Love, I love you too. And you have a wonderful night. I'll talk to you tomorrow, later. See you soon. All that good stuff. So, I wonder too, like, I don't, it's not just for this game that I wonder about Drew Brees and, I mean, New Orleans. Like, I wonder about them for their whole entire future in, in a way. Like, are you guys going to be able to find Drew Brees' replacement? Because it looks like it's just about the time. And when I said that, it's going to be... I don't know if I said this already, but I think I did. Hopefully, I, I just didn't even think about this. That there are going to be a decent amount of quarterbacks out there that... Not even quarterbacks out there, but there's going to be a decent amount of... There are... A decent amount of teams out there that are going to be looking for quarterbacks, right? And that are going to be looking for a backup quarterback. They're going to be looking for somebody. A decent amount of oh, there and there that goes. <laughs> so I fixed that issue way too late. Well, at least I know what that problem was. And hopefully, it doesn't take away from the audio from all the other places. That's gonna be that's gonna be the one thing I'm gonna worry the most about. So I fixed the audio on the YouTube. I'm just hoping now that the, that as I get audio to YouTube, I don't lose audio to the web page or audio to Podbean. I'll have to listen to all of that shit and figure it out a little bit later. I got a lot of shit pushing. So I got Kansas City beating New Orleans. Like, let me let me not continue to hesitate. I have Kansas City beating New Orleans, and New Orleans and New Orleans is gonna continue to fight for for that spot um, in their division. The division is tough as shit. <laughs> like, I'm just kind of just curious. Like I said, it has nothing to really do so much with this game as as they ponder about their quarterback issue, their quarterback future. It becomes truly intriguing. Period about the future of New Orleans, not just about their quarterback, but about Sean Payton. Like, does Sean Payton stick around in New Orleans to do this all over again? Or does he go somewhere else? Does he go to New to, to like a New York? Does he go to like an LA team? Does he go to an, another team that, that could be looking for him? Like, so it makes me wonder about the whole entire scenario that goes on in New Orleans. And as I bring up a New York team, we have the Cleveland, we have the Cleveland Browns taking on the New York Giants. Right? And 
I don't see my New York Giants winning this game at all. Let's, let's to be honest. I don't see my New York Giants winning this game at all, at all, at all. They... They beat Seattle, yes. Like, that that they did do. But based off of that embarrassment that happened last week, and we, and we completely and we took and we talked about this in the beginning of the in the beginning of the show, all right? The embarrassment that happened last week, where they risked their quarterback's future and they risked their quarterback's health by not putting a 100% um, um healthy Daniel Jones out there, and by not putting out a healthy Daniel Jones out there, they end up actually re-injuring him and making him a little bit worse. And now they're going up against Cleveland, and now. I don't see any chance that they, that they should be able to beat this Cleveland team. Well, where if you would have told me that they would have looked bad with with McCoy, with Colt McCoy, um, again, um, who did they play last? Sorry, like let's 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 get that up here because I need I need to at least get that ready against Arizona. If they would have lost against Arizona against Colt McCoy, you would, could have at least taken not only a healthy Daniel Bryant now coming, not Daniel Bryant, but Daniel Jones. You could take a healthy Daniel Jones coming into this week, coming up, right? And you could fall back on the fact that you know what? Like we looked good against we looked good against Seattle, right? This is an Arizona team. This is in that same division. Let's see if we can motivate ourselves and go ahead and, and, and come up with a victory, right? And see how you, and see how that works out for you. But now you don't have none of that. You don't have, you don't have anything to fall back on. Like this is basically just. This is basically now just another game, right? And this is going to be a game where you're not, you're not, you're, you're confident. The New York Giants' confidence is probably going to be a little bit shot. I don't see how they're going to, how they're going to find the motivation here. While, on the other hand, the Cleveland Browns are going to be fully motivated. They just came off of a tough loss against Baltimore, a loss where they, where, where, where they, they, they could have won a, a lot. A game in where it did, wait, with less than a minute to go, Baker Mayfield still took that ball and, and, and drove it down the field against this Baltimore team like it was nothing. So I, I expect them to carve up this new this New York Giants team. Right? I, I'm going with the Cleveland Bryant. And that hurts. That, I'm not gonna lie, that hurts because it's still a small, still small part of me that says, you know what, the New York Giants could pull it off. I just can't believe in them yet. I can't believe in them right now. They're making too many Jetsonian moves. Right, and, and when you do Jet City and shit, like that, that's 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 a recipe for disaster. That's not a recipe for you to fly hot. That's a recipe for disaster, right? Now, talking about a recipe for disaster is when you have a team like Pittsburgh coming off of two bad losses, and now they get a chance to go up against the Cincinnati Bengals in, in, a, in a in a Monday night game. And this has to be the perfect game for the Cincinnati for the Pittsburgh Steelers to. To bounce back from, you're talking about a Pittsburgh team that has two losses versus Cincinnati Bengals, a team that only has two wins. So, I expect Pittsburgh to bounce back here. They should have enough defense. Remember, the Cincinnati Bengals still don't even have. Um, they they lost their rookie quarterback, right? That that was helping motivate them. To I understand it was only two wins, but that was two wins and 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 about. Six hard-fought losses. <laughs> if, if there's such thing as hard-fought losses, they, they really put on some hard-fought losses. Once they didn't, once they didn't have their quarterback, 
There wasn't really much. They didn't have their quarterback. And there really wasn't much hope for, for um, once they lost Smoke and Joe Burrow. So right now, nah, I'm, I'm not. I don't have any hope for them. I got, I got Pittsburgh. I have Pittsburgh beating Cincinnati. Yeah, they'll since um, Pittsburgh will get back in, into winning, and they'll try to keep a, a decent playoff spot. Put um, keep distance between them and Baltimore, and them and Cleveland, and try to get that number one spot from their division. But it's all there for the taking. And this is what's so great about football. Because whether you have 11 wins for in your division, or you only have 6, your division is still up for the taking. And nothing has been determined. We're going to take another break on the Mighty Sports Podcast. Right? This time. I am going to be showing some love to my other nephew, Trey Cinco, right? As he decided to leave the family a nice little message on Thanksgiving. As he dropped a nice little, uh, he dropped a single called Letter to the Family. I want you guys to check this out. We'll be right back on the Mighty Sports Podcast. And when we come back, we get to talk some basketball, baby. That and more on the Mighty Sports Podcast. Again, check out this song by Tracy. Sister, I swear me and her identical Go to war about mine, cross the line and see Put my trust in niggas whole time, they was sliming me I went to jail at 15, yeah, that's a head start Into a negligent justice system that never do its part Bathrooms don't even start, doing push-ups in the dark I was waiting on some letters, but never received a card My mama came to see me one time on my birthday Really, it was the worst day, it hurt me in the worst way I still reminisce, she told me I'm just like my dad She knew that this was gonna happen, I was always gonna be bad well i'm sorry mama i'm trying to change you say that it's in my blood but i think i could go do different i'm gonna show you just because just because you had showed me love my whole life i ain't have to ask for one thing yeah that's damn right i know i've been doing wrong but promise i'm gonna get it right they say change come but i know it won't happen overnight and i can't put the blame on nobody i'm gonna put it on myself because at the end of the day i did that dirt by myself my true intentions was to never hurt you mama and you know that so when I get that money, best believe that I'm gon' show that Move you out the hood, Beverly Hills, Rodeo You ain't never been there, mama, when you wanna go, just say so I'm trying to show you your son ain't what you was thinking He ain't one of them niggas that just like smoking and drinking He got bigger dreams, yeah, he trying to make it on that TV screen But he still got some LSCs and he gon' trade in between I'm trying to hide Tiana College, paid off before she's 17 My brother fixing phones, so I'ma invest inside of everything I told Kayla and Kaya, just keep going, girl Girls, taste your dream. You gotta put your family first, and that's on everything. Yeah. Thanksgiving. I don't see a lot of Thanksgiving. Yeah. It's Thanksgiving. But for some reason, I don't see a lot of Thanksgiving. See, it's a lot of shit y'all niggas missing. And I think all y'all niggas tripping. You was supposed to help the hood. I think you really forgot the mission. My uncle got a boat, but he don't even do no fishing. My 
stepdad or manager, he playing his position. Might as well be my real dad, but I ain't doing no dissing. Cause that other nigga ain't never been in existence. So now I think you know what I meant by playing position. Met my mama when I was two and he ain't never do no switching. He rolled the whole nine. Remember when I called DCF, I had they toll line. Told him that he hit me knowing I'm lying the whole time. 20 plus inside the bathroom, I went and stole nine. Trying to impress my friend, it's like I ain't Right? In, 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 in the way that he uh, he expresses his art, as we all uh, uh, see, like listen, this this family has has a whole bunch of ways that we like to all express our art. If you know, if you know what I mean. <laughs> now, as we start our, our third hour of the podcast, right? And to be honest, I thought I was gonna have two people with me, so it's not too often that I sit here and I talk three hours with you guys by myself, but. I, I, I does it because I can do it, and I do it because I can does it. You know what I mean? You're, you're a big brethren and all. You know what I mean? I said. Plus, I gotta send a good example for the munchkin. You know what I mean? I got, everything I do is for the munchkin these days. So, let 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 us continue, right? As we spoke about this earlier, and that was the New York Knicks having their preseason home debut, Obi Toppin's debut game in the in in the Garden. And it is, and I know this isn't a regular season game, but this is basically as much as his debut game in the Garden as as, as you can as, as you can say, right? He's finally an NBA signed player. It's 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 a game where he's in their uniform. He has his name on his back. He's called up in the lineup. He's he's on their payroll. He's playing in the Garden to make buckets. And from the look of it, he didn't play bad. Like I said, from the looks of it, now I haven't pulled up his. I haven't pulled up his numbers as of yet, right? To 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 give you guys an, an idea of what he did. Like I said, I just kind of glanced at the game. And like I said, two different points in the game. Two different points in the game. The New York Knicks were down by 10 plus points. At two different points in the game. And on both times, they came back. Through hard work and buckets. And both times they came back. It was on a, on, on a big help from their bench. If I saw it correctly. But also for what I see in here. Is that Julius. Not that but yeah, Julius Randle and RJ Barrett. Both played a key role. Into the team winning. Now, I'm trying to get this box score for you guys, but she didn't work it functioning as smoothly as, like, as, as possible. But one of the things that, that, that I wanted to actually speak about, right, as we also talk about the New York Knicks and their first and their first game here, I was actually the I was actually surprised, really surprised actually, to find out that Dennis Smith Jr. And it's being reported. And Dennis Smith Jr. is getting decent minutes right now. Dennis Smith Jr. is getting burned right now. Right? But it's, it's this 
right now is is, an, is to keep an eye on Dennis Smith Jr.'s minutes, his and his playing time, so that so that we can so that we can see if he's if he's truly being given a chance, or if his minutes are declining, or. Or if he's, or if he's, because, or if he's in a doghouse or not. And I say that because there's been reports to say out there saying that, hey, Dennis Smith Jr. is in the doghouse, right? There are reports out there come saying that Dennis Smith Jr. is 100 in the in the doghouse. And I wasn't, I wasn't quite sure what put him in the doghouse, because from what I saw from him so far this year, and like I said, my eyes and trained for shit, right? But what I saw from him this year, it looks like he was balling. It looks like he was playing, and I'm not coming out here saying that these guys are gonna make every single bucket that they can make, right? And 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 they're gonna ball out. But I saw him trying. I saw him trying on offense and on defense. I saw him trying to push. I saw him trying something to push the tempo, taking shots when he was supposed to. Now in this game, he went three for six. He had eight points, five steals, five steals for Dennis Smith Jr. God damn, and four assists. And two blocks. Like I said, like I seen, like I see him trying. So I, I, I wasn't quite sure what, why, what I, why he was in the doghouse. Um, Kevin Knox, from what, I, from what I've seen so far from him, from three ga- in three games, at least when I see him touch the ball, I already, already spoke about it earlier. I, he, 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 he's shooting it with confidence. You know what I mean? Like he's shooting it with confidence, B. And He's shooting it fluidly. He, he's he's making up his mind. And I'm gonna say conf- confidence is all it takes. Um, let's see here. A couple of numbers. A couple of numbers here. A couple of stats. We had Julius. We had Julius Randle at 18 points. You have Mitchell Robinson at 13 points. Yeah, R.J. Barrett had 16 points. Right. Um, Alfred Payton was two for 12. He only had five points. See, like stuff like that. We gonna see like how long he keeps that up. But you know what? As much as I was saying I was liking quickly and what he was doing, I, I'm really gonna have to see, see what like really what he was doing out there because um, he was three for eleven, but what eight in the plus minus right? So Alpha playing two for twelve, Emmanuel quickly three for eleven. Like I said, I'm gonna have to watch this game because they both had a shitty shooting game. But in the plus minus, Emmanuel quickly nineteen, Alpha Payton negative seven, and. Both players seven assists, uh, a steal for Peyton, none for quickly, a block for Peyton, none for quickly, two turnovers apiece for both of them. There's two fouls for Alpha Peyton, you know, I only five points for Peyton, nine for quickly. So we got, I'm gonna really gonna have to catch this game a little bit later to be able to give it like a full assessment. Like I said, cause I caught this game in glimpses. Recorded in, in, in pieces and packing. I don't know what the fuck Omari Spellman is doing out there. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, seriously, what the fuck is this? <laughs> Why is he out there, B? What is he doing? Let me get this out of my face. Uh, out of your face. I just don't want to accidentally knock it over. You know what I mean? Like, I can see that happen. I got to... Okay, so that's it. Now, it's funny, right, as, as I'm watching the Knicks still, right? And they pulled off this victory. But up, up until up until this victory and this comeback, and so I, I'm still going to say this 
because I still don't know. And, and, it, and it's still the one thing that the New York Knicks still haven't solidified. As we're talking about, I got to see how quickly he did in this game to see how he really helped the team. I got to see how he did versus um, versus Emmanuel Payton. We didn't even talk about Dennis Smith Jr. We talked about Dennis Smith Jr. a little bit. Um, um, with three for six with his eight points, but only five, um, but only four assists. But he, um, but, but he also had five steals. And, and he had two blocks. So you see the point guards trying on both offense and defense. All of them. All, every single last one of them. It's just that which one of you can orchestrate this offense better, and that's what I'm gonna be looking for when I watch when I, when I get a chance to watch this game and see if I can catch the read here, is to see who helped orchestrate the team better, uh, who helped orchestrate this comeback as well both times. Because we know who starts the game is Alfred Payton, and when they're struggling and and, and looking a little lethargic, and out of sync, whatever, however they look in the beginning of the game, that's on Alfred Payton's watch. And then there's the comeback. Is the comeback also on Alfred Payton's watch? And and, and, and and it's because of the change of other players? Or is it because of the change of Alfred Payton? Like, we could have started having a look into Alfred Payton. Big time. Dennis Smith Jr., like I said, his plus minus, like, he was even. See? And my heart racing already. Oh, see, I took the beer already. So, but that's not the big news that happened in the NBA, right? That's not the big news that happened in the NBA. That's not the big news that happened in the NBA. To be honest with you, the, the news that happened in the NBA, honestly, could have been news to start off the show. But I knew I was going to talk basketball today. And I didn't want to take, I didn't want to give you all of the juice in the beginning. And speaking of giving you all of the juice in the beginning, right? Excuse me as I derail a little bit. As you know, like, I'm, a, I'm a professional derailer. Like, it happens to me all the time. Much better. Much good. Much good. I said, I'm going to take these shits off. Look, doing my post make deliveries in this shit. Santa Claus hat. Whole entire thing. Reindeers. Reindeers on, on the car. People love it. They like it. It puts them in the spirit. They tip well for it, too. But, let us, let us yap here for a second, V. The news that actually happened today, or over this, since the last time we spoke, is actually news that could have still opened up the podcast. But I didn't want to give it all to you in the beginning. Which brings me back to my story. Let's remember. Right? Just remember. Just remember. Let's get you guys in here a little bit. There we go. I didn't want you guys too much out of frame. I'm driving in a car. Let's let's get it here. Let's get it straight, right? Get you guys really But I'm driving in a car. And I'm hearing little John and I'm playing, right? Yeah, yeah, twins. To the window, to the wall. To the sweat drop down my ball. All these bitches crawl. Ah, ski ski motherfucker. Ah, ski ski goddamn. Ah, ski ski motherfucker. Ah, ski ski. <laughs> and I was perfectly fine. I mean, I was perfectly fine for the whole entire song. Like, now, nah, granted, I'm being silly like that. Ah, ski ski. Ah, ski ski. And then. 
it hit me. The Dave Chappelle joint. Ah, ski, 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 ski. Ah, ski, ski. <laughs> so, this ends up happening to me as I'm driving. Ah, ski, ski, motherfucker. Ah, ski, ski, goddamn. Ah, ski, ski, motherfucker. Ah, ski, ski, goddamn. Ah, ski, 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 ski. Ah, ski, ski, ski. Ah, ski, 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 ski. Ski, ski, ski. Ah, ski, ski. Look at my stuff. I see you, y'all. Crack the fuck up, me. Like, like, I'm, I'm dead ass, dead ass, dead ass, dead ass, dead ass, dead ass, dead ass. I'm cracking the fuck up in the car. Yeah, I got people looking at me, right? I got one couple looking at me, wondering what the fuck is going on. I got another one looking at me, cracking the fuck up with me. You know what I mean? Like, yo, it was good times, me. But, I, but I realized that at that moment. That Dave Chappelle has completely, again, heart thumps. That's what you guys know. Dave Chappelle has completely ruined that song for me. Because I just realized that it doesn't matter if it's at the beginning or if it's at the end. And I mean, this is all the way at the end. This being the beginning or the end. At some point in time, my mind is going to revert back to, ah, ski, 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 ah, ski, ski, ah, ski, 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 ah, ski, <laughs> And I'm going to lose my shit every fucking time. Thank you, Mr. Chappelle, for that. No, I, I appreciate it. Whatever, you're an asshole. Like, like nobody likes that shit, B. Like, like, who does that? Like, who does that, B? Ski, ski, ski. <laughs> but speaking of headlines, right? And we'll come back to the Knicks a little bit later. Speaking of headlines, to ah, ski, 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 too. Like, let's get, let's get the proper sounder for this one, cause the boy Giannis out to the Kumpo. <laughs> gets himself signed to a nice little extension. We're talking about five years. $228 million extension. Woo! Like, I, I, I mean, I mean, like, just good God almighty. The, the, Everybody's got a price, and that was his. And no, I, let's let's call it what it is. A little bit of it is, is semantics, right? A little bit of it is semantics, right? It's it's, 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 it's schematics, right? Whatever you want to call it. Because really, what this is, this is this is next man up money, kind of sort, of, right? Next man up money for the next star in, in line, and it's very deserving next man up money for the star in line. And if I was Milwaukee, I would have put a ridiculous. I would have put a ridiculous rider at the end, like a big ass balloon payment at the end. You know what I mean? Like, 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 like some mortgage trap shit. You know what I mean? Balloon payment at the end, like some shit like that to try to force a motherfucker to foreclose on their home kind of shit. I would have done that shit, right? Because I would have, if if you're gonna trade him or get rid of him. I would have forced it to not only 
to give Giannis as much money as possible, right? But you try to entice him to stay. But also that if anybody tries to take him from me, that they have a lot of money that they're going to want to have to, like, they're going to have to tie themselves to for Giannis Antetokounmpo. And he could be worth every single penny of it. I just want it to look as convenient, as, as inconvenient as possible, just so that it makes it as hard as possible for them to build. Like, it's kind of like I'm going to spite themselves. Like, listen, if it ain't me, it ain't nobody, B. You know what I mean? You don't love me, I ain't let nobody have you. That's some fuck nigga shit, but I'm just let you guys know, right? I, and that's what I would do. In a relationship, that's some fuck nigga shit. But that's what I would do if I was signing him. Like, I would, I would, I would, I would just give him a balloon payment at the end. And after that, and, and, and let somebody else come for him. But, why well, they didn't quite do a balloon payment, right? To protect themselves. Giannis Antetokounmpo put in a stipulation to protect himself. As, yeah, they agreed to the deal. But they also said to themselves, "Well, you know what? If we don't make if we don't make it to the NBA Finals, and I don't know how long he gave them, but I'm out. I don't know if he gave it to them for this year or until next year. I don't know if he said, "Yo, if you don't make it in two years, I'm out. Like fuck that, I'm gone. I know I signed for five, but if you don't make it in two years, I'm done. Right? So there's that clause out there." That's lingering. But there's also the statement saying that, yo, Giannis wants to be in Milwaukee and he wants to he wants to attract people to him. And he wants to win in Milwaukee badly. And all of this posture and all of this stipulation stuff in the contract is just to make management serious about getting talent around him so that he can be as competitive as possible. So they won't get lackadaisical on their part. That's what he's basically trying to tell them. Now, is it going to be 100% successful now? I don't know. I don't know. But Giannis did resign. Five years, 228 mil. And as the slider continues to go up, I, I think he's going to get close to almost 50, 48, almost $50 million, I think, a year. Which I told you guys. I've told you guys. We're getting real close to it. I know we. I think we've kind of exceeded it. Maybe it, again, we're getting real, real close to it. I don't think we've exceeded it yet, but you see it right here at the end where he's gonna get like fifty mil. We're gonna get to a point where fifty million dollars is gonna be a normal contract for per year for a star player, and it's gonna start coming early. I'm telling you right now, that by the time players are ready to sign not this contract but that third contract they'll be damn near making themselves billionaires if they haven't gotten there already due to endorsements and everything else 
Because if Nike has to give you 250 mil, and then T-Sot has to give you 250 mil, and un and then Pepsi gives you 250 mil, and Beats by Dre gives you another 100 mil, and Papa John gives you 250 mil, like <laughs> you know what I mean? Like eventually, like it all it all adds up. Like you, like these these stars are going to stay and. Listen, Zion Williamson to get there very quickly. Don't don't get it twisted. Zion Williamson, if he continues, if Zion Williamson continues on his Sean Kempian path, right, right, like um his his Kenneth Faridian path, right, which isn't a bad path. Energy, rebound, defense. Like he's gonna get paid, and and, and people are just gonna get out of his way naturally, so he's gonna score points. Like he, and he, he could become a billionaire real quick between endorsements and everything else, but these players are going to become billionaires, fifty million dollars easy a year. To hear a two hundred and fifty million dollar contract in the NBA is going to be, it's, it's not so much about what's enough money, because, it's all still about, what you're worth. And. What's in perspective of your scale, I guess. Because like I don't we don't ask that question, what's enough money from like movie stars and actors? We don't. And for the ones on high enough levels, they're getting paid twenty five million, you know, like like and you know like 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 so it's in, in perspective of the scale, like because just remember, like if they're making two hundred, if they're making two hundred and fifty million dollars in five years, then that tells me that the people paying you is making at least two billion. Is making at least two billion. They have to. They got to. Like they easily. Well, are we just talking about now we're just questioning money? <laughs> like, is that what we're questioning now? Are we, are we talking about money in the system? Mm. So, so yeah, so yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't ever really question. I don't ever really question like if it's enough money they're getting paid. Like, I just, like, I, like even, so even right now with some NBA players. Like there's some NBA players I don't think that they that I don't feel like they, they deserve the money that they're getting paid. But also I hear other people complain about the money that some players are getting paid, and they be like, "Oh, this person this isn't worth 18 mil or whatever." And I'm like, "Well, you know what? Sometimes I I still think that they're still judging them based off of the old scale and not the new scale. Like they haven't adjusted their brain to think of the new scale of money that they're in. But like I said, like they they're getting paid a percentage of of what is brought into their industry and, and what they're helping make is is it's almost like being on the ultimate commission check you know <laughs> like you only like they're only getting really what they're what they're bringing in and they're only getting a percentage of that and at least they're lucky enough to get at least to get 50% of that I like NFL players that and I'm going to keep I'm going to keep bringing this up because I don't have sympathy for NFL players at all 
the NFL players continuously to only bring in take what on forty eight point five percent of the revenue, and it's not even forty eight eight point five percent of all revenue. It's some of the revenue. Like they're not even getting any streaming rights. You know how much that baffled me that they that they they got coerced that they literally got their arms twisted to sign a deal a year early and you signed it a year early and didn't maximize all the incentives you can get there's a big ass piece of the pie that that they're not even getting a chunk of they don't get any streaming money and then look what the fuck happened we had a pandemic there's no fans there's only streaming money and they get none of it none that's their dumb ass (laughs) sorry hey anytime we talk about contests i just still cannot Forget about I I I cannot forget this the ineptitude that the that the NFL players association negotiated their contract with. And think about it, and they fired the guy that was like, no, we we're not gonna do this. Just to hire a guy that was gonna like, yeah, bend bend us over and fuck us in the ass. I I don't I don't get it. Like like I don't have like anytime like anytime from like that's when I drew the lines like. I hear an NFL player complain about their contract. I'm done. Like, nope, nope, you did it to yourself. Oh, we were not getting our first shot of the of the pot. Nope, you did it to yourself. You agreed to this. You even signed a year early just to get it. It's like it's like you rushed to get a bad contract. Like, who rushes to do bad? But let's get back to Giannis Antetokounmpo, right? As he signs his five-year, two hundred twenty-eight million dollar contract. There is a there is a clause that's being said in that contract that if they don't make it to the finals, then Giannis Giannis can say that Giannis can get out of there. Now, when when in at uh, what point in in that contract can he get out? Who knows? Like, cause are they are they saying that hey, if I don't get there this year, I'm gone, or is he giving him at least two years or at least three years? Like to me, like it, it really doesn't matter how many years he's giving them. What it, what it really just tells to me is what's going on in the NBA now, right? And and this is the Lebr- and and this is the LeBron effect in a positive way, where the stars are telling players, you need to build a winning team around me now. You need to have a winning organization now. We are tired of waiting. We are tired of you bullshitting. We are tired of you wasting our our best years to maximize your dollars while you're not trying to maximize the thing that we want most, which is rings and dollars. But rings, because you can get rings and get reoccurring dollars for those rings. Right, everybody's pay goes up for winning those rings. The most, like the most, the most mediocre person on that team now gets looked as a, a, a nice glue guy with playoff experience. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? So, like everybody wins. Like so, so, so like Giannis is basically putting them on notice and saying, you need to put something together now, soon. Cause if you don't, I'm bouncing, B. Like I'm, I'm not gonna let you just sit here and just and and just milk away like like the best the best years of my life. Like I appreciate you giving me this time. I appreciate you giving me this opportunity. I appreciate you giving me this guap. But you ain't giving me this ring, and it don't mean a th- at my level, not Montrez Harrell's, not Montrez Harrell's level. That 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 motherfucker that said that shit. I don't like, like he had the audacity to say that all people remember are rings. Not for you. Nobody remembers you on the team. Like this ring thing is for guys like people like Giannis. 
And that's what Giannis trying to tell him. For guys like me, rings matter. And I can't go about being the Patrick Ewing of the league. I can't go around being like Charles Barkley. Nah, you hear how they get joked on? Like, they're highly respected, but they get joked on. They don't want that kind of scrutiny later on in their life. They can't handle that shit. Like, you joke about them and they need therapy. Not to say that it's a bad thing. You know, needing therapy because somebody picked on you, you know, um, erroneously. Right? Like, go get your mental health checked out. Uh, I'm just saying, like... <laughs> I think you guys get it. I, I, think you guys, I, I, I think you guys get it. But while Giannis and Milwaukee agrees to their deal, it seems to be that the Yankees can't quite come to agreement with one of their players... In, in LeMahieu, and it seems to be that that team, uh, it seems that those two teams happen to be about $25 million, $25 million apart in what they're coming to agreements in contract. And, nothing, like, it's, I don't think there's any other way I can say that they need to sign LeMahieu. LeMahieu's the shit, right? Like, LeMahieu, LeMahieu is, is the dude, and you don't, that is, he isn't like the catcher. Like, let's put it this way. LeMayu isn't... Man, what's his name? Sanchez? What? I don't think his name is that, but... LeMayu isn't the catcher. Where you're trying to talk yourself into keeping him. Because if he figures it out somewhere else, you're going to regret it. Now, LeMayu's figured it out. LeMayu got it all figured out. Like, like there's nothing to figure out about LeMayu. LeMayu, LeMayu got this game figured out. He got it down pat. He knows, he knows what to do. So when it comes to LeMayu, you need to go ahead and resign LeMayu. Now, when I hear that it's a $25 million difference, that that automatically said to me that, that it's not that the, New York, the, the Yankees are trying to underpay him. It, it seems that they may not be trying to commit to him in the amount of years that LeMayu would like to be committed to. And, and that's what I'm getting from that. I'm not quite sure if, it, if, it's a, if, if that $25 million difference is a difference between a three-year and a four-year contract or a four-year and a five-year contract. But that's what that tells me. Because I understand the New York Yankees are on a budget right now and they're trying to watch their weight and eat and eat healthy and do, and, and take care of their greens and what, and, you know what I mean? And take care of their chicken and all that shit, right? You know, but... I don't see this being the place to be frugal at. Unless... Unless that one Carlos Stanton contract is really biting them in the ass. That it's forcing them to be a lot more frugal than they would like to be. It's like it's like they said to themselves, like, you know what? We kind of we kind of want to take ourselves out of consistent salary cap hits and paying that luxury tax. But if it's worth it, it's worth it. And I think in a and I think normally in the normal circumstances, this is a move that they jump all over. I think that Juan Carlos Stanton contract, that overinflated contract that they took from Derek Jeter as a as a as a, as a favor, as becoming an owner, it was like, hey, here here goes your here goes your 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 welcoming basket to the league. We'll take one we'll take one bad contract from you, as as your old team as a favor to you. Keep it up, my boy. And then what they do, they damn near made it to the playoffs this year. LeMahieu needs to be a Yankee. And 
he needs to be a Yankee long term. Like, I understand that you're looking at windows. And see, this is one of those things. I feel like analytics is playing a role. Where analytics is telling them, like, you know what? Yeah, numbers say he's probably only going to be able to keep this up for another three years. So why keep him for four? Let's offer him a three-year contract. And he's like, yo, B, four years at least. Like, like, I can't get that. I can't get four. I, I, I can't, like, I can't, I can't get the Tom Brady. Like, I can't, I can't get the, I can't get the Wendy's. I can't get the four for four. So, we're going to keep an eye on that, right? As, you know, we're Yankees fans, too. So, we're going to keep an eye on that. I see if they sign LeMayhew. Like, hopefully what happens is that they sign LeMayhew on one of these days in between the next podcast, between now and Friday. Don't forget to catch that podcast. So not only are you going to be able to catch my, um, catch this podcast on Friday, right? Normal time, 12.07 p.m., right? Not the hump, not the, not, not, not hump day night, taking you in late, late, late into the hours, right? Giving you, the, you know, taking the red eye. You know, I got, that's a double entendre, if you know what I mean. Like this, I'm, I'm gonna like. To, we're gonna keep. So we're gonna see regular, regular twelve or seven, twelve or seven p.m. midday. You know, afternoon, uh, afternoon drive. We're gonna, we're gonna get that up. Morning drive for you know our West Coast people. Now, as we get back to our New York Knicks, right? Actually, I don't, I don't even want to get back to our New York Knicks quite yet, right? Because we talked about Giannis and his agreement. We talked about Lemayu and them not quite coming to agreement. We're going to hop back into basketball and talk about a team that's another team that's not also not quite in agreement with their star. And that is one Houston Rockets with, with James Harden. And what is going on now with that team? As James Harden has now officially returned back to the team. He's he's, he's now playing in, in, in what is now the third preseason game of the, of the year. But as he returns, you're starting to hear a lot of things being said about James Harden. As if, you know what? We're no longer going to bite our tongue. If he wants to go now, fuck him. Let me tell you about all the shit that was going on with, with while he was here. And they basically made Dennis, like made James Harden... You know, you know, and you know James, and you know how we feel about James Harden. We call James Harden Mister. Right. So they said James Harden was ba- has basically been a Dennis Rodman, and all of this slander about how the team has catered to him. And how he's always got in his way. And how he's been in charge. And how he's been calling the shots. And how he has thrown tantrums. And how he has been late. And how he has done all of this stuff. All of these things are starting to come out. Because basically it just sounds like the team said, you know what? Fuck you. You want to leave? I'm going to start letting everybody know about this. I am a, I am a bitter Betty. Or a bitter Brian. And my first question that starts coming to my mind is, who does this benefit? Like, why? Because 
Up until this point, nobody knew this about James Harden. So at least now, when you were trading for James Harden, even though they want, they knew he wanted to be out, you can start you can start saying that oh you know you can at least say, I want a first round pick and a talent. You could at least said that with confidence, with bravado, with your chest stuck out. But now is does he not only want out? You're also saying that he's a headache. He's a problem child. He's going to be somebody that's hard to get along with. And he has a big contract. Like, now I got to look at his contract now. Like, you just said he was a problem. I got to look at the money I'm going to be giving up. For this problem that that, that, that doesn't win, that basically in, in the clutch moment, the thing that he's known for is... You have failed this city. Like, you guys want me to take this out? Like, you're, like you're damaging your own goods. It's like, it's like you're bruising your own bananas and be like, Ugh, I don't like bruised bananas. Like, shut up and, like, stop. <laughs> like, like, so what I don't get, what I don't understand is, like, who does this benefit of you, the Houston Rockets, to now consistently um, have this information come up? Because now when you start saying, like, I want a, I want a first and a person, I'm like, but I got to take on this contract. He's never really won. I'm already giving up this. And didn't you say, see what happens right there? Right there. Negotiation changes. Didn't you say that, man, there was, there was a lot of catering that you had to do about him? And, man, that you know, he was kind of hard to deal with. So, like, you guys kind of want to get him off your hand. And you're kind of looking to dump this contract. And it sounds like he, that, that, that he may not be the, the right guy to do my life. So, I'm, I'm doing you. Like 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 a quadruple favor. How about we just swap players and I don't have to give up any of these picks? Or how about I give you this lesser second round or this lesser? Uh, I don't. It doesn't really matter what round we're talking about. But I give you this pick, this lesser pick, whatever this pick, pick or lesser pick. Right? You pick your pick and what kind of pick you want to be picked. Right? Pick or lesser pick. <laughs> Good, I got you. Light boss. Would you pick your pick? And you tell us, you tell me. Like what you got, but we're not giving you both anymore. It's either it's either like low pick or, or a guy. Right? We'll, we'll give you a good guy. But it's either gonna be pick or a guy. Like we're not we're not gonna give it up in the house anymore. We like we, we barely was gonna try to do that before. Now we definitely not. He's a problem for you. He's a headache. Like based on what you said. Right, he doesn't come to practice on time. Like he, like like sometimes he doesn't come to study sessions on time. Sometimes he doesn't he doesn't come to leave. He doesn't come to to the company playing on time. Like or the team playing to leave on time. You know what I mean? Like when we have multi, when we have at least two days off, he disappears and we kind of don't know where he is. Like like he probably went into Vegas like he just did right now, a little baby. You know what I mean? Like so, all of that's gonna now start to start coming to play. All of these things that you just leaked, all these things that you just said about him. Are gonna be the very things that people are gonna utilize against you to devalue him in trade talks. So what's the point? Who wins? James Harden doesn't want to be there. Great. He doesn't like your new direction. Great. Like, but this tantrum that you're throwing only hurts you because somebody will still take James Harden's talent. Like, listen. You could have, you could honestly come out right now and say he's a horrible locker room guy. Nobody liked him. 
He destroyed this team from inside out. It was all always about him. He's a me, me, me guy. And then put him out, out there on the block. Don't make any ridiculous expectations or, or requests for him. Just put him out there on the trading block. And let's see how many teams call up to see what you're willing to take for him. And then let me know where that number is all of the teams that are not in Houston. So you can try to devalue him. That still is not going to stop every single team in the NBA from picking him up. Depending if the price is right for him, for them to get him at something that, that they feel like doesn't cost them. Because now you've devalued him. So keep talking your shit, Houston. You're going you to have a problem trying to get rid of James Harden. Yeah, you already had a problem because James Harden already wanted to leave. Now you're about to have a bigger problem because you're devaluing your star and you're going to make it harder for teams wanted to, wanted to give you what you want for him. How can I give you that? No. I want, I'm going to give you all of this for a headache? Well, I'm going to give you all of this for God that doesn't want to be there and he's a headache for you? Or I'm going to give you all of this money for, for God that's a headache? It's a headache for you? He doesn't want to be here and he has this big ass con? Like now you're stacking the chips up against yourself. You're betting against yourself here. Like this is one of those times where you say you're shooting, like you're shooting off your nose to spite your face. We're going to see. We're going to see big time as we get close to the end of this podcast. I feel like I have messages, right, on the podcast that I can't see. And I don't know why the podcast is doing this weird thing suddenly where it tells me how many messages I have, right? But then... I'm like, I've seen all these messages. Maybe it's telling me messages that I thought I didn't see. Who knows what it's doing these days. So, the Houston Rockets ultimately, right, just need to stop with the, with, with the, with the dry snitching, with the, with the side talking, with the, with the leaking of information about their star because this information doesn't help you get more back from him, for him. It makes you get less back for him. If you wanted to do anything, you should have talked him up. Oh, he's been a great leader. Oh, oh my God, he's a great study of Tate. You know, you know, he always makes it to the sessions. Like, you know, blah, blah, blah. that's down the third. Like, you're supposed to speak him up. Make him sound like the best thing since sliced bread. But no, you're making him sound like moldy cheese. So, Houston, you're gonna have a problem when all of these when you when all of these things come back to bite you in the ass when you're talking about negotiations or trying to get something back for him. Now, speaking of get, of getting back or getting individuals, right? We have a few minutes here right before the end of the podcast, and I wanted to go somewhere with you guys real quick because ultimately, as you guys know, right? I'm I'm, I'm a Knicks fan, I'm a Yankees fan, I'm a Giants fan. Like, I'm, I'm heavy in the New York here. So for the most part, like this, this is this is a New York podcast. This is a podcast about my teams. Ultimately, like I talk about all these other guys, but I don't give a fuck about them. Like they're they're just lightweight. They're, they're the side chicks, right? 
And they're not even the side chick that, that you even call back within 24 hours or 48 hours. They're like the side chick that, that, that you hit up like every six weeks when you're drunk at your, your local pub. And you realize, yo, you already smashed everybody in this room. And you really don't want to go back down to any of those routes. So let me go back to somebody a little bit more reliable. You know what I mean? You don't, you don't want any of the dirty birds in the bar tonight. <laughs> so... Let's go back to something that, that I heard. And this was a Tom Thibodeau interview very recently after Giannis Antetokounmpo signed his contract with the Milwaukee Bucks. And in this interview, he mentions a couple of things. That not only do you need to build and grow and train um, your players properly, but you need to put yourself in position and be aggressive. Thank you. And be aggressive when the time comes to go ahead and get those star players in the league. And what that what that ultimately what I ultimately heard is a guy that regrets not getting a player when you guys had the opportunity. And I don't think you guys ever had the opportunity to get Giannis onto the combo. He's so he's not talking about Giannis as he signs his contract. What he's doing, he's talking about another superstar. Who he's talking about is James Harden. Not James Harden, Russell Westbrook. And I believe that he's ta- that he's strictly saying, and he's completely saying that the New York Knicks dropped the ball on not going after Westbrook. And I know how some Knicks fans feel about, about not getting Russell Westbrook and... Them saying, well, listen, this be the same old Knicks. You don't want to have to. But no, 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 no. Let's stop this right there. You are just scorned of things that happened in the past. You can't blame your new girlfriend for shit that your old girlfriend did. Right? That's going to that's, gonna lead to a bad relationship. What you have to do is give each one their, their chances to be able to make their own mistake or show you what who they are truly. And this Nick regime, and, and I've talked about this on, on a previous podcast, and and, and, and and I touched on it. This previous this regime, even when they were talking about going after Russell Westbrook, had never once talked about giving up any true assets. Never talked about, oh, we're gonna gut the team, or you know, and and give up six players for him and and and, and three first round picks. You never heard that from them. And let's look at what let's look at what Washington gave up. Based on what you have, New York, right? You never heard them talking about anything. You heard them saying stuff like, oh, we'll give up Kevin Knox and Frank Nealakila. If I took a poll right now, right, at any given time, over the last couple of years since they've been on the team, or, or let's say halfway through each player's rookie season, if I would have put up a, a put up a poll and said to you, that you can trade both of those players and one first round draft pick for Russell Westbrook, you would take that shit. Now I say you maybe you had to add in out Julius Randle because nobody likes how Julius Randle plays on that team. So Julius Randle, Kevin Knox, Frank Nilakila. And a first round pick that's not even your own. Is that really too much to ask for Russell Westbrook? Is that really gutting your team for Russell Westbrook? Is that really chasing for the wrong player when the New York Knicks hasn't haven't had a 
point guard since Lynn Sanity and Raymond Felton? Is that really too much to, to give a him? Because the only thing that you're saying about when you don't want Russell Westbrook, the other part of it is that he's not Chris Paul. Well, not too many players are Chris Paul. There's only one Chris Paul. There's no... There's, while there's no Chris Paul, there's also no other Russell Westbrook. And while he doesn't give you all of the intangibles that, that Chris Paul does, he gives you at least 80% of them. And a lot of them where they matter. Solidifying the team. Because you tell me what team Russell Westbrook has not been on with that locker room, especially when he was the man. That, that locker room was not solidified. That, that locker room was not a unit. Where that locker room did not... Somebody just popped on the website. Thank you. Where that locker room did not rally around their teammates. Look at people that has left his team afterwards. Look how Adams end up shaping out. But look at Victor Oladipo. Look at Reggie Jackson. Look at look at them. Look at their Monica and demeanor. Listen to Victor Oladipo's interviews before Russell Westbrook. When asked about uh, when asked about himself and his team, and listen to his interviews after Russell Westbrook, you automatically hear the effect he has on them. And while I get it, Russell Westbrook was not the guy to win a championship with that with the New York Knicks. Well, you let me ask you this: Is Chris Paul the guy that was gonna win you a championship with the New York Knicks? And what the fuck are we talking about here, B? Tom Thibodeau even knows we fucked up. Cause y'all and, and, and anybody that said they didn't want Russell Westbrook, you fucked up too. You're for Gazy B. You don't know basketball. Cause you just hearing the you just hearing you just hearing oh Nick's chasing after star. Again. That's what you're hearing. That's all you're hearing. But let's not forget that chasing after star is basically how the Knicks has also helped build all of their franchises. When they had Patrick Ewan, they still went and chased after Charles Oakley. When they had, when they, when they, I'm sorry, when they had, and even after they had Patrick Ewan, sorry, Latrell Sprewell, Latrell Sprewell, Allen Houston, Marcus Camby, chased after, chased after, chased after. What are we talking about here? The last time they made it to the playoffs, Camilla Anthony chased after. What are we talking about here? But this isn't the same. See, not everything is created equally. Not all dollars have the same value. I'm sorry, the, the the American dollar is not the same as the it's not the same as the German mark. Or German euro, sorry. European euro. It's not the same. All dollars are created equally. And while Russell Westbrook is not gonna win your championship, neither was Chris Paul. But what, what Chris Paul and Russell Westbrook was gonna do was solidify your locker room. Was gonna start teaching your team on how to be a professional. Now while Russell Westbrook may not be able to teach him how to be a professional off court as much as as much as Chris Paul could have. You're more worried about on the court, in that locker room. And that's where they definitely do equal out. And I'm sorry, Russell Westbrook is the assist leader from this past decade. You do realize this. Only Oscar Robinson has put up, has, has had a triple-double. When, I'm going to ask you this again, when has getting 10 rebounds a game been a bad thing from your, from your point guard? Normally this is a good thing because they can help push the pace. Jason Kidd, Rajon Rondo, I'm sorry. When was this a bad thing? When was getting 10 assists a game a bad thing? You want your point guard to pass the ball. But you know what? But, you know, but out of all of that, 
You know what you also want? You also want playoff experience. And there's no experience like playoff experience. When you have to fight it, fight for it all. One in, in, the, in the way that this this playoff is, is being is, is being done, one game elimination in the beginning. And then you start and then you start the real playoffs. To see how that intensity is. Like how do you not want it? How, how do you not want that if you're a Nick? <clears throat> Excuse me. How do you not want that? Because we're not saying that he's going to be the guy to win us a championship. We're saying that he's going to be the guy to help propel and jumpstart the process for these young guys. Help jumpstart their experience. Help jumpstart their professionalism. Help jumpstart what you want. Is that the Knicks playing meaningful basketball? And him getting an experience to play meaningful basketball. This isn't a Camilla Anthony trade where you're gutting your whole team. This isn't that. They never said it was going to be that. All Listen, I will admit, they would have given up at least three players. But let me ask you again. Julius Randle, Kevin Knox, Frank Nielakino. I don't care. For Russell Westbrook. You tell me at the beginning of Russell Westbrook's now to right now. At any point in time, if those three, well, those three guys have been in the league together, if I've offered those three guys for Russell Westbrook, are you not saying, oh, hell? Now, if I'm a guy that has Russell Westbrook, I'm not taking those guys. That's a loss. Yet, yet, that's who you're holding on to. That's who you can't give up. Fuck out of here. That niggas is for gazy. And... I'm getting ready to cut the show just like Leangelo Ball got cut from now his team. Yeah, he got cut already. That was it. They were like, yeah, we've seen enough. You can't ball. Now, but I still won't be surprised if we do see, right? And we're going to leave after this. But I won't be surprised if we do, that, that we may see, is if he goes and joins one of his brothers somewhere. Because there's one statement that continuously sticks with me that his dad had said is that my boys have played together their, their, their whole their whole career that they've even they even look better when they're playing together because they know how to they kind of know how to play together right when they're on the same court together they kind of know how to how to how to play together so, you know so we're gonna we're gonna keep an eye on that because he may just get another shot you never know he may get another shot. But that shot may be like, oh, on Charlotte. And we'll see how he plays with it. Or it may be in New Orleans. And we'll see about that. We'll see. We'll see. Just like, you know what? We're going to have to see you guys a little bit later. We're going to catch you guys Friday around noonish. You know what that ish means. Seven minutes after that hour. This is Tyler Doe Montero the Mighty Sports Podcast. I appreciate you guys sitting here for the for, um, and, and listening to the podcast. Regardless of how you may have been listening. Whether you listened live or you're listening to the re-air. Uh, something I want to tell you guys before we leave. So that way I can get this out of the way. I want you guys to embrace what you love so that you can live forever young. Don't ever forget that shit, B. Don't ever forget that shit. Down to Montella. Mighty Sports Podcast. I'm out of here. Somebody play my outro so I can quit rambling. I am twisted and I am hungry. Sorry, B. I tried. Honest.
All the bandwidth in the world couldn't keep me contained. No lag, no lag. Gonna share my talents with Podbean Live. Always knew I'd take the pod there. Just a lot later than a lot of listeners thought. Last of the real gathers. Well, maybe not the last. Munchkin got good mic skills. New, improved, mighty podcaster. Potted down now. Last call for drinks. Bars closing. Sun's out. Heard the casino got a buffet breakfast. Don't want to go far. Wild night. Tired, B. Tired. My T. Sports. <laughs> I'll be missing myself some basketball. Alright, let's stop all these. Stop.